0: This episode of the Co-optional podcast is proudly sponsored by Squarespace. Whether you need a domain name, website or online store, make your next move with squarespace.com/cooptional. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome! Welcome to the Co-Optional Podcast. Here on the first of August, a grand August it is in two thousand and seventeen.
1: True. I wouldn't go that far. Just started. <laughs> we don't know anything <laughs> about this August. So this far? could be a terrible August. So far, it's August really good. Like, it's no, we great. are we are twelve hours in on the on the West Coast here, and so far, pretty boring. Pretty boring. That's but, a good
0: thing, though. You remember the ancient Chinese curse? we know, curse. nothing
2: terrible has happened. So. The ancient Chinese curse? Yes. I I
0: was ancient a Chinese curse. <laughs> may you live in interesting times. It's an ancient Chinese curse. <laughs> that sounds Why is that like a, a monkey curse? paw.
1: That's a monkey paw thing.
0: Because interesting like... doesn't necessarily mean good. Yeah. Like, yeah. But interesting you...
2: doesn't necessarily mean bad.
0: Yeah, but may you for live that... in interesting
2: times? Fuck yes, I would love to live in interesting times. So that when no, I'm no, old as shit and I have little kids, being like. Grandma, tell me about when you were a kid. <laughs> I can be like, yo, those, those times were fucking but interesting, that's the, my but that's you the problem. You would swear at your grandchildren? I mean, oh,
0: let's she be would. real. She, I'm would. Going she, to, yeah. she absolutely <laughs> would. Yeah, Not even that's... a doubt about it. <laughs> yeah. We know exactly who we're dealing with here. Just let me put it that way.
2: Out of all of us, I have the least amount of decorum, I want to say. So... I don't know. Uh, You've <laughs> picked
0: quite the show to make that particular challenge on almost almost makes me think you might be trying to stir up something maybe. I don't know what you mean. I I, I think I think you do. I think, what? I think you're being a little bit dishonest about that.
2: What? Yo, I fucking love when Julia's on this show because we talk about bullshit and it gets uh-huh. so great. I love it. The second I saw the tweet being like, we're going to have Julia back on, I was like, fuck yes.
0: Yeah. It does. Can't wait. It Can't is, wait to
2: see the rabbit hole that we all jump into. It's in resulted in some of the most famous hour.
0: co-optional off-topic moments that we've ever had and some of the rudest, least safe for work, least (laughs) family-friendly moments. Strongly disagree. My
2: dude. My dude.
0: Which is fine, because this isn't a family show, and we're not looking for an audience of kids. No, no. And trust me, anyone, maybe a little bit insecure, teenage boys tend to get terrified when we start talking about delivery boxes full of really big dildos especially i got one of those those what was sent for to me? more decorative really? purposes really? So yeah. was
2: it? what was it called tell me everything uh,
1: yeah. i will tell you it wasn't actually a dildo it was a giant uh, box uh that said it was a huge dildo but inside was just party games and stuff it was uh, a dildo. Uh, I'm, I'm so yeah i'm so sorry i didn't just get a big <laughs> old dong delivered
0: to me well, that's what so you viral. just
2: pitched that was what you led us to believe just now. Well, I so I lied
0: to you. So would, would you call it a I a, saw... a DILFO then? For uh, that? <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I, I I'm, would I'm, not call no. it. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for you know we're trying to be a little bit clever <laughs> with that. You know this is after Julia a couple of days ago, specifically soliciting different terms. To make it clear <laughs> that dick pics were creepy and nobody wanted them.
1: Mm, it's true. Nobody wants a dick pic. Nobody wants a yes. dick pic. But we, we were trying Somebody to come up with terms to, ma- to
2: make. But it you don't. You don't send a dick pic without you, consent.
0: Well, you don't indeed. assume like the default position in the None world. Are these dick pic people? people this, who want a dick pic if this,
1: you, if you want a question, dick pic,
2: press one in chat
3: <laughs> this was exactly my question though i just don't understand like when did it when was it like suddenly just become a thing like if you think about like old school days you had to be like a weird guy in like a coat like flashing
1: yeah in, yeah that's put like, some effort into that something. and there was a sure, real yeah. risk of being arrested right? for it you know yeah and really? admittedly, that took guts because what you saw is what you get. Dick pics are yeah. like angled like underball shots. Oh, oh yeah. It's all, all, yeah. all lies. It's
3: all it's lies. It's all yeah, lies. I I so don't know how I would know about this. any of that.
1: I don't I don't know how I would know, but I'm saying it's all lies. Don't trust them.
2: And then before yeah. that, you know, no. everybody, everybody had so much time on their hands. They were incredible artists. So they would just like detail, oh, yeah,
0: like do like
2: of their pick. own dongles. Yeah. And a, then just a send, water them colored, people. send it to Send it by pigeon.
0: Very, oil very
3: artistic.
1: Very nice. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. Just oh, dots. Yeah.
1: Like little dots put really. together. Like oh, yeah, ancient yeah, yeah,
2: Japanese that looks like dots, from prints. far prints. That's a dick.
0: Now, if you oh my to... God! And
2: then mothers, mothers would like receive them in the mail with the seal on them, and they'd want to know what what people were sending their daughters. So they'd like, they'd like open up that shit, and then they would ah, this has the royal and, like, seal upon it. it. Oh God! It's an impressionist dick pic. My daughters are
0: hot! Ah, oh. nothing oh. worse than a damn impressionist <gasps> postmodernist <laughs> dick pics. <laughs> my dearest, it's like oh great, I'm using the... pointillism. <laughs> awesome, another one of those. <laughs>
2: yeah. uh, put it in my sketchbook.
0: Mm. I, I, yeah, for all I was... we
2: know, dick pics have been around forever. It's just that of all the moms been around for them, and we have well, no proof.
0: Well, well no, oh, we know are... they, we know they've been around forever because we found cave paintings with them. Yeah. That's the thing. We found thing cave dicks.
3: I didn't know yeah, we so, found cave yeah, dicks. Yeah, and like really, really, really
2: big ones as well, which were oh like my God. clearly
0: like Yep, everyone over like I know there's like dick
1: sculptures. I oh just yeah, didn't go know to the that British that Museum. There's an yeah. entire the area back. in there of dick pics. The British Museum has tons of dick pics and yep. dick sculptures. True, and yeah. they're huge, True. giant. Yeah, yep. which I'm just saying, modern man, you're failing apparently because old, old, and the old, those were like. Oh, We're well, like, was big, Dick. huge, huge. I'm just saying.
0: <laughs> no wrong. We can't
1: compete. If time travel exists, don't go back in time. You'll be embarrassed. <laughs> don't, don't, don't go back. Everybody's going to make fun of you, dog. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Although, like, you're well, I'm going to make fun of your dong, but, <laughs> you, dog.
3: Know. Don't go in the shower room. You're just going to yeah. get laughed the at. The old
1: caveman shower room. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, we came up with a few, uh, few uh, a few terms, a few terms to hopefully did. increase people's self-awareness about the idea of the dick pic. Uh, mine, uh, and I'm pretty proud of this, was the callous phallus. Uh, I think that's mm. good because it's
3: about rebranding dick pics. Maybe yeah. they've just got a load of bad press,
2: sure. you know. The so it's about the callous phallus.
3: Yes, I mean yeah.
0: because most people don't None want a dick pic. of that pic. is is appealing.
1: That, no, but that's exactly exactly. The point. It sounds like...
0: It's not supposed There's to be appealing. It's it. supposed to remind yeah. people that sending a dick pic is a kind of a dick yeah. move, you know?
3: Right. It's a, cal- is
2: a callous action.
0: It's a callous yeah. action. Ergo, yeah. it, it, no, it, it is but the, is the it, callous. Is it, is it
3: callous or different? Callous? Like, what's the thing where you get the hard skin?
0: I mean, there could, could like, be callous. Like the me, phallus could be callous. Like a
3: knobbly penis. But then it could be
0: a callous, calloused phallus which Ooh. is even worse, potentially. It's
2: far too long. That's, okay, wait, move no. on. Next one. Okay. What, was the, what was the next Fine. idea?
0: You. Well, you fucks come up with something better. I did send a few more to Julia. I'll, I'll go find them. But in the meantime, yes. you, if you are going to be so critical, of my creations, my beautiful art, then you oh, come oh, on. No, no, my my you, favorite you, one of you yours
3: come, was come come the creepy pee pee. The creepy
0: pee pee. the creepy, the creepy pee. Oh, uh, yeah, oh, no, like yes,
3: That's that adorable. one says everything you need <laughs> to
1: say. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> I
0: know We, we, we <laughs> integrated it. We we made the branding all integrate into the one word. So it's a creepy pee is what it is. You know. Ah, uh,
2: the creepy uh, pee. Yeah. Someone, someone also suggested
0: the creepy pee pee. But creepy pee
2: pee sounds like it could also be a song. Like you could make a jingle to go along with that.
1: Well, it hold on. No, way, but... the aggressive nature of the dick pic. Creepy P is. Like, pee is... The creepy pee pee. That's like I'm down with creepy pee. Yeah, you know me. That's a... yeah, the I mean, there is a slight problem with, with the pee. overlap yeah, between the bloods me. and the grips. <laughs> And that's how you <laughs> let people know. That's how you let that's people know you are lo- into oh, it. Fuck. That's, that's it. it. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. seems like I would, more of that no, seems
0: like cause more problems than it would solve. Really. That's not no, really why? a turf war you want to be. Because, I don't know. Getting confused with the Crips and the Bloods is probably a bad idea no, in no. most scenarios. That could,
2: never, that could never be a bad thing, surely. Oh,
1: no, that would never
0: be a bad thing. you
2: began this. We just rolled with it. So,
1: yeah.
0: Well, you got to roll yeah. with it. You got to take your time. You got to say what you say. Don't let anybody get in your way. So, mm. come, you come a fantastic
1: up. fantastic voyage.
0: You You come up with something. <laughs> Cause this is all too much for me to take. So you you guys feel free to come, come um, up with a better one then. Come up with a re, rebrand, big pick. Uh hmm. A. Hmm.
2: A. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh huh.
0: Uh huh. Man, sure, being creative on the spot's real hey. hard now, isn't it? Maybe you shouldn't hey, hey. mock You didn't who have do to be in creative in the on the
2: spot. You had a list.
0: Damn. <laughs> You made Damn. it
2: before this show. Hey, you didn't know that this was going to fucking happen.
1: Hey, no, we're I trying did. to be clever. I have should...
2: committed a lot of time oh,
3: I'm
1: to am sure, you would
0: have. I'm, sure I'm sure you would have.
3: Perverted penis. No, well, no.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, that's sort of like, uh, that's penis, redundant. Penis
1: perv. <laughs> penis
0: perv? Mm. Is that a perv with a penis or a perv because uh, he's maybe, wielding maybe a like penis? A, uh, Is he no, perving this, on, this on penises?
2: I was going to say a downer dongle, but I think makes it sound like it's, Flaccid. Did it, I, is it, is it pronounced flaccid or is it pronounced flaccid? Flaccid. I,
0: flaccid, flaccid 100% flaccid. of the time. Yes. I
2: don't know. I don't where, know. Where did I wa- I was, come from? I was watching an episode of Silicon Valley last night where he was like, Oh, it's actually pronounced flaxid. Most people don't know that. And I was ah. like, Is that real? No,
0: no that, that's comedy. That is, no, that, that's, is that's, that is a flaxseed, funny comedy seed, thing. Isn't
2: it? That's a completely different
0: yeah, thing. It's like f- flaxseed. flaxseed. A flaccid, yeah.
3: A yeah. flacid yeah, no, I mean, flaxseed. Yeah. Continue on with your conversation. I wouldn't find brain, out how to actually
2: pronounce you know? it. I would do on
3: this. I wonder if that was just a
0: very, very elaborate um
2: Ho ho the standard pronunciation is flaxid, not flaccid. Most people pronounce it. To rhyme with acid but the first c should sound like a hard k black acid?
0: no that's you. like
1: learning gif is JIF. get the fuck out i don't, I don't care. believe you in we've changed years. our
2: minds
3: now
0: all right it's we're, different, we're looking up that uh pronunciation uh, bear in mind there is a british pronunciation as well so
3: oh, which, that, is the, which is obviously the correct one
0: yeah uh, yes it would be i i it is under the 11 surprising words you're probably mispronouncing Thing, One of which on is, is Pronunciation
3: as
2: well,
3: hilariously. Could, which yes. Can someone
0: pronunciation. explain to me why this article is on Business Insider and how this. <laughs> Look. that's
2: important. They need to make Perfect. sure that when you're in your business meetings for your sex toy company, that you pronounce flaxid <laughs> correctly.
1: Flaxid again.
0: Yeah. so half these words aren't even real.
1: Flaxid again. This does th-
2: not sound good. The <laughs> first thing sound on their list,
0: by the way, which I guess is their little token nod to business, is comptroller a person in charge of the financial accounts of a company or organization. is called a Comptroller. Who the yeah. fuck ever? ever controllers? Have you? No, that's not, that's not normal, is it? It's is it? totally normal, yeah. Really? Julie, have yeah. you heard that word?
3: No, literally never heard that. Maybe it's like an American It must be American. For sure.
0: yeah. mm. I've never that's heard that. Uh, chat, if you... Uh, don't rely on them. They're no, notoriously I want, stupid. Uh, I want to know. <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, you're not wrong, but...
2: <laughs>
0: jesus mate yeah uh, post-nationality and either post yes now, or no whatever. my yeah. chat's
2: off I'm uh, not that's good. all he wants that's I, all he i just wants
0: want to know
1: I, I, just, I just
0: want to know if that's like a very american thing because i've never heard that word in my life can we go uh, back
1: to the concept of dick pics and how oh, we yeah. already need to understand that that's a perfect term as is because the pick you're getting is of a dick from a dick that is all you need to know it's so perfect it's like trying to come up with a better thing for like something that's already perfect
4: mm-hmm.
1: we need to stop so it's a dick dick pic yeah a dick, dick, it dick explains dick pic. what you get from who you got it yeah Fair unless enough. you want
0: dick pics in which case you ask for them yeah <laughs>
3: yeah exactly. you ask
0: for them it, it's Perhaps. not it's not a default thing that most people want
3: um there was one guy on one of my uh, snapchat stories who did like an entire Story of him masturbating, right? Sure. And, and oh, like, you, great. When, you must know. It's obviously like when you get a dick, but there's like that moment of panic when it comes on the screen, and he's like, just going at it and in the panic, you forget how to use Snapchat and you're just trying to get it off the <laughs> screen. What the fuck is is looking yeah. through the story and there's more and more of him masturbating over different periods of time of day and he's in different t shirts. He's literally been doing this all day. But I mean, one thing was that logistically, I'm quite sort of impressed that he managed to ejaculate within the small time frame. I mean, it takes some dedication to do that over and over Question. again. And also, maybe Question. nothing else going on. In yes, Jesse.
1: Point of order. Yes. Why don't you just make it private so they can't send you stuff?
3: Because like sometimes you just like chatting to people. I you know? I don't
0: understand people with open DM boxes. I don't. I don't get that. Why would you? Why would you allow that to happen? Let them
3: do that. I don't know because sometimes I have like, I open sometimes chats. You know, sometimes. and I don't want to just judge everybody and penalise everybody
2: for the actions of a few.
0: <laughs> but is it just a few though?
2: i've I only mean, i've only you... gotten one dick snapchat ever so i would say what? yeah it's a few not... wow.
0: yeah, I mean, your, is your, how big is your it's snapchat fine it's already there? deleted do you use your snapchat a uh, lot is that i don't use of... snapchat
2: anymore ever oh. since they were like what if we showed everybody where you live and i was like what if i just deleted this app forever well, so there I'm, you go yeah
0: well, but I in the that i, I was using maybe... it oh okay i was, oh. say, now I was now that you using don't it, use it at all i only ever got one
2: dickle sam got tons of them really
0: i'm actually less surprised <laughs> about lots that lots
2: of dudes wanted sam to know what their dick looks like and yeah, i was like go I for it man do, i know do know wonder
0: how more common it is uh amongst the gay community i don't know i couldn't speak to that
1: i mean you could that's like the only like what else are you gonna show you got nothing else
0: really there's nothing else on a man's body that could there's be there's nothing considered else you could show
1: somebody <laughs> <No>. that's it <laughs> No, that's a, a, it. Really? A man is a everything really. else is like a
2: vampire.
1: who You take a picture and it just fucking fuzzies up. Yeah, have you ever? Please, please. Of course. What are you gonna look at? Like everything else? Yeah. Their face? What do you mean? What about what their else face? Are you gonna look nah. at? Nah, faces is ugly.
0: Dicks though, hot. <laughs> Never <laughs> actually so hot. Oh, yeah. He's I mean he's soliciting them actively.
3: I'm gonna find a, like, I wonder They're if they do so, like so a dildo so bouquet box And I'm gonna send it to you. Oh dildo like bouquet,
0: I'm, that would be perfect. I'm googling Aww. this right
3: now. Dildo Bouquet. Dildo I know that bouquet. you can get like
0: Lovely.
2: a I know that the term uh like a box of dicks became a thing where you could like buy a box filled with dildos. I know that, Julia, that
1: thing. I will only accept that from you if at the top of every dick is a fidget spinner. And, they all and
3: spinning. it's spinning, what, when it opens? Like a magical...
1: Forever. Oh, MA.
3: yeah,
2: yeah. beautiful.
3: There's got be, to be some like fancy concierge company. Like, excuse me, I've got a bit of a weird request. Dicks on demand. send, my friend, uh, a bo- <laughs> And could you also balance with fidget spinners on the top? Thanks very yeah. much.
0: I mean, you could answer for the spins on yeah. there, but how would you get them spinning by the time you arrived? Unless you had to have, like, the, like person that, to the person has to open it, yeah, unveil it, it, it starts, it starts all out. of the spins yeah. and then leaves you to it, yeah?
2: You just call up, like, edible arrangements. And you're just like, hey, I, I know uh, that you're all about like putting uh, chocolate about things in with ca- all of the fruit.
0: And also yeah. of things you can eat. But could you do this unedible thing? Unedible no, arrangement? No, no, You're not listening. I'm the
2: dildos would be chocolates that are in the shape of penises. Well, and uh, then you put the th- fidget spinners
3: on.
0: They're no, not dildos that, then no. are Delivered.
1: That
3: now that sounds like a dildo bouquet I could really enjoy.
1: And then there's, for some reason, pineapple in there as well. And of course, there's always pineapple in those arrangements, did. man. Always. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um anyway uh long story short guys ask somebody if they would like a dick pic before you send it to them
1: welcome to the podcast everyone we yep. occasionally talk about video games with, a,
0: with an <laughs> hilarious lesson about... about consent there yep. we go we make these these these, these, these funny uh, i guess somehow I not
3: really see it very well it's made out of glass
0: it, oh is that that's is that, that the gl- glass that's not safe no <laughs> No. Why would you ever mean,
3: say- it's got light
0: in it. Well, I think, I think it's more for decorative rather than practical purposes, right? Let's be honest with that.
3: I've gone down a rabbit hole in Google here right now, let me tell oh, you. Oh, I'm
0: sure you have. I'm sure you have.
1: <laughs> you don't say.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Good lord. Uh,
2: penis it's edible cool. arrangement. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: Guys, what have you all been playing this no,
0: week? That's, that's a great question. Yeah. <laughs> I think that that was as good an intro as Julia's ever going to get here. Well, she some, bouquet. She somehow still has a job at the BBC, one of the most respected broadcast organizations in the world. Shows up on the show repeatedly. Like, why, why, I done and no
2: optional.
0: and comes up with optional. this. <laughs> yes, indeed. They under, uh, somehow the BBC, I think the BBC just ignores that we exist, and that's probably for the best for everybody concerned. We're no, okay with just, that. Look, We're I okay saw this
1: documentary on the BBC you cannot oh, they've done plenty of that stuff yeah it was
0: that's incredible. a fact
1: what what did what were they
3: telling you about exactly what was it My was, about, was, it was well a
1: imagined. guy who did a uh it was his documentary oh it was about the micro penis one yeah, his right micro-penis. and he like it was about how his girlfriend's like i love you how how you are but he like couldn't accept who he was and so he went on a world quest to find out like what was going on with his ding dong hmm. it was we tuned in because there was people having sex on the screen and I wanted to make it awkward for everyone in the room, but we stayed watching <laughs> because it was very, like, it was entertaining. And then the very end of it was a man screaming, this is my cock, while listening to Coldplay in the background. I was like,
0: <laughs> it's the Coldplay <laughs> the that makes it. I was
1: also told that at a certain point he like, get a cast, gets a cast Wait, made go of his see doctor. He does get a, his ding dong put in a cast and the woman's like, it's fine, it's not even that bad. Compared to the other cast, it was very bad. <laughs> I, feel so, I mean, what, that... what was
3: what was the end result? He was just shouting whilst listening to Coldplay, and then, like...
1: Yeah, yeah, the end result
3: was, he like... He just wanted he was... to fall in love with his dick.
1: Yeah, and then they interviewed his girlfriend, and his girl, like, at the very end, after the credits, the girlfriend was, like, I don't know what the hell his problem is. He's great. He's, he's, he's fine. Crazy. Yeah, Aww. Yeah, oh, it, was, it was... Aww. He can do what he sweet. needs
0: to do, and there are ways yeah. to supplement... Certain limitations, let's just put it that way.
2: He has no limitations, he just needed I mean, to. He,
0: he has some, he just, we no, all have he some. just
2: needed to to learn to love his body. Like, if he yeah, wanted to tie
0: a knot, tie really in the bow, about.
1: even though, even though the thing was about his ween it really was about loving yourself for who you are.
0: That was, which kind is of fine, a point. that's a good but message. It was
1: still hilarious, we were but
0: like, <laughs> but he is limited. If he wanted to toss it over his shoulder like a regimental soldier, he would not be able to do that. No one,
1: no can, one, do one that. can do that.
0: <laughs> if that were true, why would that song exist? Hmm?
1: Because men are weird creeps. There's who a kernel like, of truth in everything.
0: <laughs> All mythology you know starts from you know. truth in What's history. That? You know this. Yeah.
2: What's the name of that comic series where a bunch of teenagers suddenly get superpowers and the one teenager winds up with a dick that's as long as his leg and everybody's like, this is so awkward. This isn't a superpower. What?
0: I don't know. But uh, do Chats,
2: one of you knows. Uh, one of you knows, knows chat. You gotta, work. You gotta tell
4: me. I hope Teenagers, no one knows and that is like, being weird.
0: No, Big it's real. Dick. It's
2: real. <laughs> Anyways. I mean, <laughs> I'm looking it
0: up. Somebody's I think I, I think you may have made this up, but I didn't. She this is a dream she had, a fever dream. Probably. Mm-hmm. As big as works! Yeah, and then probably blame stripping for it, because that is a fairly common thing that happens when- uh, Trust me, this is a thing you get a lot in marriage. The- either the husband or the wife wakes up and then blames the husband or the wife for a thing they did in the dream that they just had.
2: It's not an Ogloff strip, guys. I've read all of those. It's not an Ogloff strip.
0: <laughs> yeah, so- How does
2: nobody know what this because is?! Because this probably
0: like... isn't real.
2: No, it's real. We all read it when I was in college. We all like all
0: of us.
1: <sighs> we all read it when I was in college.
2: Yeah, everybody that I went everybody who's in my theater department. Shut up.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, okay.
0: <laughs> There's a there is a couple of things popping up in chat. Someone mentioned the Misfits.
2: No, cuz that's that's the BBC show
0: okay so that's apparently not a That'd thing be an amazing BBC. unless
2: it's unless it's also a comic wait
0: oh yeah i mean there could there's also a band called the misfits and i imagine there might be a comic called the misfits we are uh,
1: digging far too deep into something so incredible
0: well i just no, wa- i just want to know fantastic. if she literally just made this up or I didn't
2: make it up
0: but if google can't find it
2: then it can't exist <laughs> i'm gonna keep a look i'm gonna find this fucking right. comic i'm gonna you, text everyone i went to college with you have to the end of the show, you
0: have to, the end to, the show to find it
1: you gotta help me i want them to respond to you we haven't talked in five years and this is the first thing you <laughs> shut say? up this is a, i'm not trying to reconnect yeah. with you i just
2: need to know what the fucking comic book is that we all
0: read. yeah you'll find it in the <laughs> deep just weeb. Like I remember you <laughs> <laughs> dodger Dodge spends a lot of his time Heartless, in the so-called always. deep weeb right Oh, and by the way, the picture of me with the badger at DeMondford does exist. There's one copy. My mother has it. She's going to scan it. You'll get it in the next couple of weeks. Why she kept that, I will I will never know. But you will get more evidence of my ears beyond that dragon shirt and ponytail that I posted earlier this week. All right. <laughs> let's talk a little bit about video games. This is the funny ha-ha stuff. And, well, video games very serious business. We've been playing this week. Who wants to throw a hat in the ring? Let's go.
2: Nobody. Uh, cool. I, I we've done out these now so about
0: show,
2: I uh played Dream Daddy. How was that? It, Daddy. How that? How I was mean, that? I mean, does it
0: have any actual gameplay? Huh? Does that have any actual gameplay?
2: I mean it's a it's a visual novel, it's a dating sim. So you like make choices and stuff. There are mini games inside of it, which are, oh, are mini games, hilarious. Okay. Um but uh yeah. Dream Daddy is actually pretty fucking cute. The art is great. Um, I've only reached two endings, but the game allows you to like make a dad at the beginning, which is pretty funny. So I've made Sam, and I've made me, and I've now made Crendor, but Crendor has not found love yet. And uh, so far, so far, all of all of the stories are like pretty cute. So um, yeah, I I'm enjoying it. I think that I think it's wound up being a, a pretty adorable game.
1: Can I? So, I too have played it. I yes. think it is incredibly cute and silly and uh a uh, very <laughs> fun game. But with all that said, having played it, I do understand some of the criticism of this game, okay? Uh, mm. because it seems to me like when i when I look through, even though the people that are losing their mind are not the most articulate in their outrage, sure, um,
0: surely not on the yeah, internet.
1: But- but with that said, um, it's very by the numbers. Like it, everything that you, like everything is exactly placed like, okay, well, we need to hit this and we need to do this and we need to make this joke or we need to have like this uh, quirk or like everything about it is like, how can we best sell this one thing and get the most views? Pr- like it just, I can understand why that would hurt some people. I don't give a damn. I think it's super fun and cute. Here's get why people would hate it because it's very like, by the book of how you would create a game about like finding your dream daddy right i, I don't know I, I, I
2: don't agree did you have you like played all the way through it at all okay how so,
0: long's a playthrough of that
2: uh like three to four hours okay yeah not long so i really appreciated that the game never let you forget that you had a daughter like you have constant scenes with her and like interacting with her about her life and what's character. going on with her. She's the best character by yeah. far. She's fantastic. Um, and I like that in the end, everything is about you, like being a good dad. Right. Um, I, I appreciated that because I full on thought that this game was going to be like, cool. Well, she's 18. So she's like fucking doing her own thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I liked that. Um, like constantly in that game. Like there is never a time when the game lets you forget, like, you're a dad. You have a daughter to look after. You know, you have scenes with her and That's you help her through shit. And it's great. Yeah. Um, so I uh I've I've gotten Matt's ending and I've gotten Robert's ending. Um I am kind of disappointed, and this is like a little nitpicky thing as somebody who's played a lot of dating sims. I'm disappointed that there isn't any kind of a reward for playing it perfectly. Um, There's like, everybody has like a good ending and a bad ending, right? And it's pretty easy to get somebody's good ending. Um, And in those games, sometimes it's like if you nailed it every time, if you did all the right things from beginning to end, then you get something a little extra. And I kind of. I kind of wish that that existed in the game, but it already has a decent amount of replayability, even just to, like, make a new dad.
1: <laughs> so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, it's it's a fine game. It's super fun. Um, yeah, it's cute. And again, I totally agree. The story between you and your daughter is way... Is the biggest compelling part of all of it, I think. Um, I agree. Yeah, I I, I, I don't necessarily agree with any criticism of the game but there is it's deserved of some like mm-hmm. there's, there's definitely it's not a perfect game by any means but people it's are not like, a
2: perfect game no people
1: are they're... like in either no. the camp of it's amazing or it's shit they're, in reality it's somewhere in between it's very yeah, much In
2: reality same. it's cute
1: yeah it's like cute game but it's, <laughs> it's like
2: a, it's a cute game, game. <laughs> mm-hmm. um yeah they're kind of uh, an they're
0: initial also... audience let's sort of be what was that for kind of an issue audience, let's sort of be honest here. Like, I think the impression that some people got is that Game Grumps made a satire dating sim. No, they didn't. They made a dating sim that is. They w- they funded a
2: dating sim that one of their employees conceived of. Yes. Um, and they helped do voices for it, but for the most yeah. part, this was entirely Vernon's project. Yes. It's his like project. A yeah,
0: Vernon used to be part of. The game station and Polaris. Uh, he mm-hmm. went to work for Game Grumps, I believe, less than a year ago. Yeah. and the the other devs were contractors. Dude. Yeah, and so. but it's but it but some people have this idea that uh, that they they made a funny satire of dating sims. They didn't. It's it's not a satire of anything.
2: No, like, when it, you it talk is, to it Vernon, is, it's a gay
0: dating sim. Is what it is. That's the genre. Yeah,
2: yeah. When you talk to Vernon, like. I was talking with him when they first started putting this together and he was like, I really want to make like a sweet game where you're a dad who falls in love with another dad. Mm-hmm. Like that's the game that I really want to make. And like, like he, well, he wanted, it, you guys he wanted from... it to be like an actual dating sim. He didn't want to make fun of yeah. dating sims at all.
0: Yeah. And so. that's what I'm hearing for a lot of people. That it's, It is genuinely sweet and it aims mm-hmm. to be genuinely sweet and not yeah. a way to mock people or to get cheap laughs or whatever yeah. that's fine if, if you're going to tell a story i don't i'm not into visual novels in particularly uh i don't find them all that compelling there are very few notable exceptions but ultimately if you are into that and that subject matter is what you're looking for that's done well then that is an option for you
2: there were only i think i want to say two but but there's like one specific moment when i've been playing that i made a choice and the game acted like i made a different choice so it it doesn't it doesn't like go along the line perfectly like there are times when you make a choice and then later on somebody will reference a thing that never happened and you're like
0: what does the the game have a option where you can track your choices or is that not a thing? Um,
2: you can just save scum, like, on a normal...
0: Oh, so there's sim. no screen that you can say You literally any
2: moment that you want. That reminds so. you
0: of, you said this to this person, and blah, 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 blah. That's not in the game. Okay. No. That, that might be useful.
2: I don't know that I've ever played a dating sim that does that.
0: I mean, yeah, that's, that's a lot of visual like, novel-style games definitely do. They remind keep track of you of a choice that you made? Well, yeah, they'll keep track of major... Plot decisions that you've made I and mean, right.
2: Oh yeah, well they're supposed to, but like, I'm saying never I haven't I haven't that. ever played a game where it where somebody says something and there's a little blip that's like, by the way, remember you said this and that's why this is happening.
0: Well, I mean, I that, would be, ever, I mean that would be every yeah, telltale tell, game.
2: Telltale would like
3: tell you that everything that you did is going to have a point, but then they yeah. don't right back through it. They'd be like, ah, so and ah, so's going to remember that.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, they 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 do that. They absolutely do that. And then you know they list those uh, they, once you've done your episode they'll list the major choices that you made and then give you a percentage based on what everyone else did but i mean it's... i
2: think that since a playthrough is maybe like three hours and if you've played through it once then you're speeding through a lot of shit that's already happened hmm. i yeah. i don't think that you're gonna forget what you did really okay. in that playthrough i think you know? i think you
0: vastly overestimate my ability to remember things but
2: <laughs> maybe maybe <laughs>
0: life is strange tracked all that stuff as well apparently so yep.
1: yeah huh. oh yeah jesse can we talk about i think that? we can talk about it we can't show anything till the fifth okay but, uh, uh dukes and i got to play life is strange the prequel uh, just just
2: like a little smidge of it
0: just okay
2: some things.
0: what can you tell us without breaking yeah. your embargoes
1: uh you play as a pre-blue-haired chloe mm-hmm and she's sort of finding herself, and Dodger, <laughs> the answer to where she found herself, Dodger, is in very bad places. Someone, no names, made her. Uh, we,
2: so okay, look, <laughs> look, we were playing, and Cat, uh, the lovely, the lovely lady who um, came and and helped us with it uh she was like just embrace your inner chloe and i was like i'm so down to embrace my inner chloe and jesse was like yeah okay okay and while we were playing jesse wanted to make like good rational choices and i was like fuck you no way would she make that choice
0: <laughs> why why <laughs> after, wait why did you only have one computer for the two of you
2: because, because we wanted to play it together we played all of, we played all of life is strange together oh, okay. so we played it's the prequel play together like in the yeah, same room true. and like made Whatever. choices together and he would go to like make a normal choice that a human who doesn't have anger issues would make and i was like no <laughs> no
1: not anger issues just non-psychotic issues <laughs> the we like,
0: i think oh, we found God. where the entertainment value no. of that series came from and it had she nothing to do with, with, with life is strange
1: <laughs> yeah but like there are some choices that a human being, even if they don't put up with shit, would be like, maybe I don't almost kill that man. <laughs>
2: no. <laughs> no. Embrace your inner Chloe. We got to be Max for too fucking long, Jesse. You got into this decide. into this sweet artistic state of mind. That's not who we are anymore. We We're Chloe. <laughs> <laughs>
1: if I remember correctly- This is why fandom think-
0: scares me, by the way. Yeah.
1: I'm Max. It's the hammer on the desk part Chloe. in particular. <laughs> Mm -hmm. so yeah there'll there'll be a video of that on saturday when we're allowed to show you guys the video and we uh definitely watch it yeah
0: all right good to know then (laughs) so we we learned nothing basically
1: yeah we're not going to tell you anything we're not allowed to but just know then let's move on can't say because it's already everyone knows that um you play as chloe it's about chloe meeting rachel and the prequel story there and more importantly there isn't any time rewinding or like magic stuff but yeah Something, but they won't tell us what it is. Okay. No, that makes
0: it significantly less interesting to me already.
2: Um, I mean, if you if you were really into Life is Strange, like if you really enjoyed it, I think for both Jesse and I, it was just really fun to revisit those characters, but from a different Mm -hmm. perspective, like to play in that world again as Chloe. Um, yeah. Was enough for us to be like, oh shit, this is fun, you know?
1: Okay.
0: And so... what we played,
1: we met two characters again, technically three, but two characters that play a huge role in the first game, and we were like, oh. and then to see the differences in what they were years before and what yeah. they, yeah, oh, wow. It like, oh. So it's, yeah, it's one of those things where because it's a prequel, it suffers from that. The terrible terrible problems that happen with uh like star wars for example where it's like <laughs> nothing's bad's gonna happen to obi-wan we understand that right but so so chloe's fate is predetermined but it's nice to see what will I happen mean, a lot of bad that.
0: things could happen you know not everything has to just involve being murdered bad things could still very much happen
1: oh i mean there's a, there's a lot of things like there's something that we discovered we were like well hold on what does that mean because mm-hmm. no matter what the result happens but like you're going to try and prevent that so what like so it's that kind of path like how do we fuck this up along the way i think that's interesting to see no matter what we try in the end even though we want to All save right. this poor girl no matter what it's like nope this one thing's going to happen so it's like oh okay where do we go with yeah. this so I, I love that kind of stuff that's going to be really interesting yeah right.
2: i'm excited to see what they do with that game for for people like tb who are saying you know okay yeah maybe this would be fun for a few minutes but i need i need there to be something intriguing about it if there's no time travel
1: right well what yeah, we played was pretty intriguing. I, mean, the stuff, I thought so too yeah the stuff we played was super interesting and it the time it was like 30 minutes but the time flew by like that and yeah. uh i liked i liked what i played so far so i'm super but, ready.
0: Well, what did you do in those 30 minutes though uh, Are we allowed to say? Uh, if, if, if you're not allowed to say, let's just leave it for when your video comes out. Because yeah, otherwise, yeah. we're trying thing. to get information right. out yeah, of someone that w- won't give it to Chloe. us, so there's no point. Yeah, we
1: got we got in hella trouble. And, okay. uh, by the way, I don't the know graphic... what you mean. We didn't get into any trouble. We were Chloe. Uh, that's right. The, oh, the, we we evaded up. all trouble. But okay. What, I want to point out, for the record, even though it's not in the video, and I wish I had gotten it, the graphics settings, the high setting, is called Hella. And I think that's amazing. So I'm just going to leave it at that. True.
0: All right, they, they get a point for that.
4: <laughs> uh,
0: uh. We'll have to now come up with the objective definition of what the hell a preset means and whether or not they managed to attain it. Uh, so before we move on to uh, talking about a game that you know we have actually played and can talk about and get uh, Julia or, in on this, the mm-hmm. comic you mentioned, it does exist. It, it was eventually dug up it's called Freshman. It was actually co created yes! by Seth Green. And the character you are talking about is uh, Long Dong, his superhero yes, name. He has yes, an indestructible yes. 15 yes. foot long penis. So
3: he just goes around startling women and yes, people by distracting them in situations with Well, I imagine Lob is out, just tripping over his like...
0: own wang. I mean, that's too long he hit to be practical. With it? Well, I mean, it's because indestructible. It in. You might as well it's probably whip. You know, you could whip it good with that. It could be used as a weapon, but I think it's kind of a like capes. I mean, it's like capes. You know, you don't you don't wear a cape because I just some... I just
2: remember that his dick his dick also like is invincible. <laughs> well so it, he, is, like, it is it is indestructible. Or... Yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> it is invincible. <laughs>
2: So, i'm so glad oh my god y'all found it I'm like so how
0: proud. did you even walk with that well that's that's the problem
2: that's the point yeah it's,
0: it's impractical and we, we again we've seen what happens with the superheroes and the capes in watchmen right. and why they don't wear capes anymore they just Praise get stuck Londo. indoors and then shot stupid don't wear a cape oh. miss julia what have you been yes. playing over the last couple oh. of weeks what's been going on
3: I tell you what, um, I've been uh, I've been meaning to play rhyme for ages, and mm-hmm. it's one of those ones that I just didn't get around to doing. And I have been playing that, absolutely it. loving it. Because Also, it was kind of like you remember, like the witness. I was really excited for when the witness came out, and then mm-hmm. basically it was just a series of really boring puzzles, Lime puzzles. Yep,
0: I yeah. concur. But the but, <laughs> oh but God, context. Why
3: the same fucking puzzle over and over again, but slightly different. But I mean, the it's context. Very Huh, sorry, the context have- the world provides the
0: context I, uh, no i i don't agree yeah. with that argument either don't worry but that is the <laughs> argument that they did make in defense of that game
3: yeah well i mean like rhyme just looks it's kind of like obviously like a cross between like you know the last guardian and like the look of the the witness i mean it's really um not last guardian um iko is what i mean to say mm. yeah it's like, even the character I'm is so vibe. so similar but i'm like loving i'm loving the part I'm really loving, uh, I think it's just because we literally have no sun in the UK over the summer, anything that's kind of got like sun in it, <laughs> I'm like, I literally just want to like go into a video game just to, just to, just to play.
0: Just to avoid that. Yes, uh, we, we lost you there for a second. But, oh, sorry. Uh, it's sorry. okay. The other thing Britain also has is bad. Was... The
4: into... uh, 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 other uh, bad
0: thing uh, uh, in Britain has is internet connections. You know, the US and Britain sort of share that as a problem. But no. the is, in terms of the actual gameplay itself, like, did you feel the puzzles were varied enough and challenging enough on their own? Or was this very much like a, this is a beautiful journey? ha ha reference and that's why i'm playing it
3: i mean i thought like the 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 curve at the start was like super super simple and like really straightforward and i didn't really mind that because i was like it's really pretty here i just want to look at things in the sunshine and now it's night and i like it Uh, and then yeah they they sort of escalate i mean it's nothing too Ridiculous! It wasn't as much as the the witness where I was just like, oh my god, if I have to do mm-hmm. this thing again, and and obviously not to the extent of. Um, I remember the first time I played Mist, right? Yeah. And um, I've been playing those point and click adventures like as a kid and being like, I'm amazing. I've like finished all of these. <laughs> <laughs> Naturally. Yeah. And everyone's like, hey, you should play Mist. And like me and my mate went and got Mist and started playing it and if you don't know anything about the first miss, you literally you know you're on like an oh, island God. and there's no one explaining anything and there's just yeah. a bunch of crap and you don't know what the fuck you're supposed to and do and it any- only gets any-
0: worse when you go and onwards by the way in that regard yeah
3: oh yeah and like we literally played it for uh, i want to say like 25 minutes and we're just like what well, the bloody hell's going on on this island i don't understand and then turn it off you know yeah. so there's not that so i'm still i'm still enjoying it it's, it's like i quite like that kind of nice It's like my Sunday morning game. I get up and play it and it's like really chilled and it's nice and relaxing. And even if you're getting stuck on a puzzle, there's somewhere nice and you can kind of go and explore
2: and I don't know. I kind of like that. Maybe I'm just getting old. (laughs) (laughs) I feel you. I feel you. It looks pretty. I don't think I've seen anything from that game until right now. Well, it had some Um,
0: launch problems. Uh, There were some issues with its DRM. It was using de novo, but apparently mm. Rhyme had implemented it really badly to the point where it was throwing 300 DRM check calls a second out, which was causing performance problems for a lot of people. Uh, wow. De novo, when implemented properly, generally doesn't interfere with performance at all. Rhyme implemented it real badly, and as a result, that happened. So, yeah, they eventually took it off for pretty obvious reasons, and usually the policy for companies that use denovo the is they'll use it until that the version gets cracked and then they'll just take it off yeah. so mm. yeah um, it was it was pretty pretty much a mess pretty much a mess
3: um did you guys play any of um Pyre? yet i've been playing that a little uh, bit yeah. this week yeah so <laughs> i ju- just, I,
0: just before the show i finished up my video on it i i've sort of got my conclusions on my opinions now and now the rest of the game is just going to be for me you now for me to to finish because I I do finish all the Supergiant games. Those are the ones that go out of my way to finish. I don't get to I finish just many get games. On with these the days. chat at
3: the beginning. I was getting really annoyed. I was like, "Stop talking, get to the meat."
0: Stop it's talking. A, I mean, it's a wordy game, and yeah, it's very that, wordy. that's not going to change uh, yeah. as you go in. And that that is an it's a big split for a lot of people on Pyre because up to this point, Supergiant hasn't made text heavy games. They've in fact been avoiding it. They have. Taken that text and the exposition they have put into an narrator and it's effective. But they decided this time, you know, we don't want to make the same game that we yeah. just made. Yeah. They do use the announcer in a way. Don't want to really spoil what it is, but mm-hmm. now the story—it's—it's it's all text in this fake language that seems to have some. Uh, oh yeah,
3: the Arabic... alien weird alien language where it's like. I, mean, I, I, I think it sounds some... like Italian.
0: I'm not sure. I, I know, like, a, a lot of the mythology and stuff seems to be based in some ancient Arabic stuff, um, mm. a kind of Middle Eastern. I don't know what the language specifically is based in. Weirdly enough, at some point during the game, someone switches to English out of nowhere, and I believe that is uh. a part of it. But the irony of the whole thing is there's a lot of reading because your character is literally called the reader, and reading ah, it in yeah. this world is illegal, punishable by exile, possible death. So... The fact that you can read actually gives you a very rare skill, and it seems like they've sort of implemented that in a ludonarrative way. But the explanation they gave, which I think is fair, is that if you look at the past few games, they focused on a very, very small cast of characters, and they delivered that narrative in a real linear way. There might have been that deception and that illusion that you were able to change that narrative, but it really just meant they recorded extra voice lines for certain situations or if you did something in a different order or if you kicked over a particular box, which gives you this illusion that it's like, it's my story. It's not. It never was. Bastion wasn't your story. Transistor definitely wasn't your story. It ends in the same way. Pyre? Much more arguable that it is your story, especially with the number of characters you get. And there are a lot of them. And you interact with a lot of different ones and you do it multiple times. Mm. So...
3: Because when I was playing, I didn't play, I haven't played like huge amounts of it, but obviously like, uh, you know, you get the option to kind of go like different routes. How much does that actually affect you later on? Like, you know, when it says, do you want to go through the forest of doom or whatever, or go through the, does it actually make that much of a difference?
0: It does. So to avoid spoilers as much as possible, bearing in mind that literally everything is considered a spoiler these days. Yeah. Uh, and I will avoid story spoilers. I'll say at some point during the game, mm-hmm. it goes a little bit Final Fantasy airship on you say okay. Well, okay. Jesse, I mean, you know, I know that the way, when you get an airship in Final Fantasy, suddenly the world opens uh, up, right? Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. It goes a bit Final Fantasy airship on you. So, so is
1: that? So, are you saying this is a like good thing, <laughs> or are you saying that this is a bad thing? You move around very, very quickly, and it like makes the world smaller.
0: I don't think it makes the world smaller. I think it lets you go back to those areas you were in, explore them, tackle the teams that you've already tackled, and there is a reason for doing that, see how they've evolved their tactics and their gear, visit different places, try and get different items. New stuff pops up for you to explore, little points of interest and everything, so you can explore lore there and all that sort of thing. But it's necessary, and I can't tell you why, because mm. that would be a spoiler to do that and as long
1: as, as oh god as long as it's not bravely default necessary where it like forces you to do that
0: well f- forces you to do what
1: like redo stuff well <sighs> you're not redoing
0: anything you just you're going back to previous right, look, look, zones look, in the world I
1: it doesn't i'm still gonna play i've i've only played six minutes of this game i'll tell you what i did i loaded it up went into the settings went through all the different settings changed the volume changed the volume of the music then proceeded to listen to the music for five minutes as two people sang, and i was like this is beautiful all right cool it's really good yeah and then i was like all right i'll get back to it later and I haven't played it since, but I need to.
0: You I do need to. I bought it
2: and downloaded it, and I have not opened it yet.
0: Because I think it will be right up your alley, Jesse. You're somebody that likes really delving into lore, right? And you're up for reading that lore, right? And you're up for maybe be having a big book that's in your black wagon that is full of that lore that you continue to collect, right?
1: I mean, is and- it in story-important lore, or is it lore that's like, and then in the year 1412, <laughs> some guy did a thing. Does it like affect the game? Is what I mean.
0: The stuff that's in the book doesn't. That's all history of and world building. The stuff that's in the conversations and the text with the little hyperlinks, that's all story important.
1: We'll have, we'll have to see exactly how this works because sometimes lore is great and sometimes it's just superfluous BS. So we'll
0: see. I'll be interested in seeing your opinion on that. yeah Yeah. but uh... I was also
3: like I'm really surprised how like when actually playing like the main kind of gameplay how suddenly I just felt like completely disconnected from my body in that all of a sudden like you know you're having to control these like different characters Mm -hmm. and I'm trying to make them do different things and it's like the the learning curve was like fine but for some reason as soon as it kind of threw me into like the first battle I was just like "Uh, uh, uh," and then just was completely terrible at it it be, quite funny it's,
0: a, it's a tricky, I mean, it, it's a real weird, it's a weird system because, like, on its surface, is real simple. The depth yeah. is, it's like a fucking Mariana yeah. Trench. Like, the amount of depth this combat system potentially has, which actually makes it tragic that they don't have online multiplayer, only local. You can play the, multi, the battle mode against AI in Skirmish, which is pretty cool. So that gives you a bit of longevity there as well. But frankly you could easily do this competitively. Mm. It's good enough. It's got the depth, the strategy, and the skill to be watched as a competitive eSport, if you wish. Mm. They evidently didn't want to invest resources in making it that way, which I think a lot of people are going to appreciate because some people really roll their eyes whenever the word eSports comes up when related to games like, oh, great, another eSport... Like, but yeah. no, as it, it's battle mode is a genuinely good competitive sports game with RPG flavor. And there's mm-hmm. a lot of variety in there based on who you choose to bring in. And like I said, there's so many characters and every character has its own set of abilities and unique traits and quirks that can be further enhanced by leveling up and getting these very effectual masteries for them. So you'll develop these strats. As you go through, and you'll f- you you might find a favorite. I like running with a pretty fast team, and uh, previously I ran with uh, my little imp Tizo. Give me a plush of Tizo. What the fuck are you doing, super giant? Do you do you not like money? Make a plush of Tizo. It's a little imp. It's amazing. Do it. Um, this sea this C Nightworm thing, who he has one eye, but his eye turns into a heart sometimes, and crazy stuff like that. I think it's Sir Gilbert is his name. And he can, so he sort of slithers and can sort of go, uh, create a water stream that you can go under and teleport to the end of that water stream and do stuff like that. So that, that's a very slithery kind of fast character. The Imp is one who can fly and then explode, sacrifices himself to take out two other members. But when you do that with a certain mastery, when the Imp explodes, it leaves behind a little teleporter. And the other end of that teleporter is just behind your pyre. So what you could do, fly it in the middle of their defense, if a player's playing too defensive, blow it up, immediately switch from another character, grab the ball, go straight through the teleporter behind your player, end up right in front of theirs, dunk. Wow. There, uh, there is so much you can do with that. And I was running those two little dinky ones with a big demon woman. Uh, he's, She's your Brianna of Tarth. Uh, you'll, you'll get her is, right is at the start, Jesse. Is that
2: the character with the huge antlers in the yes. picture? Yeah. Dude. A di-
0: she's a demon already, uh, she's basically my
2: favorite character
0: <laughs> yeah she's a very very fun well, yeah, character that
2: person looks dope as fuck.
0: yeah and demons they move very slowly but they have these huge presence auras and can cast these really big attacks and they're in her case anyway i haven't got another demon companion yet but i'm pretty sure there's going to be at least one more when you jump and you land, because of your weight, it knocks everybody back. It slams the ground, basically. Mm. So everybody moves, handles, and plays differently. And it's the combos of those things that make for the interesting strats. And the really cool little idea that when you go and dunk the ball into the opponent's pyre, the person that carried it into the pyre is also banished. So it it becomes a two-on-three situation. So you can't use the same tactic over and over again. Because once mm, yeah, you throw yeah. it in, you're immediately done on that. But if you do a slightly harder thing, which is throw the ball into the pyre instead of dive into the pyre, then you, your guy doesn't get banished. But, the, but yeah. throwing it in is much harder because it can be intercepted and you've got to charge up to throw and stuff. There's so much going on. With yeah, that system. It's, it's
3: it's really, really complicated. And I just end up finding myself just even switching between the characters and stuff like that. And because the maps are kind of really small to start with, and like everyone's kind of on top of each other. And yeah, it's like really intense. It is. And intense. most of it was just like panicking and just be like, ah, ah, just there's, run. Just run with the ball. Ah, oh.
0: Definitely panicky uh-huh. stuff sometimes. <laughs> yeah, that definitely happens. I'll I will say that. And I've I've thrown away uh, victories that way. I really have. It, it's been stupid, <laughs> but it generally helps either to just learn that one, two, and three switches between characters. And if you have the ball, that automatically passes to the character and it's going to go there unless someone jumps to intercept. Or I, I think it's space is just switch to next.
3: See, my problem was like, I was playing it on um, PS4. So it's even, I You're think... playing it's... on controller? Yeah. So which works fine
0: like... too. I, I played it at yeah. PAX on controller. I had no problem with it.
3: Oh, you're just obviously a superstar.
0: Oh. <laughs> you see, now I look like a dick. Thanks for that. <laughs> Too late. I'm now a callus phallus, thanks to you. <laughs> Too late. Uh.
2: I feel like we should make T-shirts of that.
0: The callus phallus, yeah. <laughs> we, we, yeah we In, like, off. big
2: block lettering, callus yeah. phallus.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but despite you sort of struggling with the combat system, you're getting something out of it, right? Like Yeah, I mean, it's pretty it's really interesting. I
3: think... Well, I think sometimes, like, by the time, like, you end up, like, getting a game, and a lot of the time, obviously, I'm, like, playing it to review for Radio 1, and it, uh-huh. it really changes your perspective of how you play a game it when does. you know that time is limited, because instead of just getting into the game and sitting down and getting a drink and a biscuit and putting your feet up and being like, let's let us let this wash over you, you're acutely aware that you've got a short amount of time. And especially, like I was saying, uh, before even we went on stream about uh, Radio 1 in that, I have to sort of editorially pick like what I think is the most suitable or like the best game of the week because I have such a short period of time. So I end up having to play a lot of things a little bit to kind of then work out which one to play more of. And it's sort of, yeah, you just don't have that nice, like, you know, the leisure of time to really like treat a game with the sort of full respect you want it to, just because you're like, right, I got an hour. Let's yeah, you really don't. It. Yeah.
0: And I think so- something like Pyre, particularly with like all of the art, the fact that Every level and its background, I would love a print, a framed print of. So,
3: it's so beautiful. It is so, so beautiful. beautiful. You can't like, do it
0: justice. Like if you take a, I took a 4K screenshot, and some people are like, yeah, it's a shame about the artifacting that the PNG and Imgur put in it. Like, yeah, you're right, Imgur ruined it. It's like you need such high image hosting resolution mm. to do that shit justice. Like I say, I want a fucking oil print of it. Yeah.
3: It's fucking beautiful. And
0: I would. And I really would. Uh, Supergiant in particular barely sells any merch. And unfortunately, as I found out, I was trying to buy a couple of prints of... There was a concert poster from Transistor I thought was really good. And I think it was a Bastion one. And the shipping cost for it, despite it being shipped from America to America, was literally more than the posters. I'm like, ah. Oh. What? Yeah, that, that's oh, man, man. yeah. I hope they can find a different supplier and make up, for, uh, make some other stuff because they have so much potential, especially with this game. Like there's so many cool characters and the masks. Selling oh, yeah. the masks. There's potential for that too. Oh, wow, that'd
3: be so cool! Yeah, mm-hmm. I would totally buy the masks. I would totally buy the masks, 100. percent
0: Yeah, soundtrack is incredible on this one as well. Yes. I'd say a lot more variety than Transistor and ba- Bastion did. Not necessarily better but a lot of different kinds of music and you can listen to either a lute version played on a lute by the lone musician in your right. black wagon or you can just listen to the regular version i'll be yeah I've, I've bought the soundtrack already because of course you know why why not like it's it's just that damn good yeah,
3: I had to when I was loading when I was downloading it. I um I was like going to go and uh, play it to like, you know, have a quick go on it. And uh, I left it on the menu screen for a bit and then got distracted and was doing something else and then was just really feeling like like, you know, I was like, "Oh, what is this?" I yeah. actually did it's that as
0: well because I had in a windowed mode and I was doing something else and it was like half an hour had passed and it was actually okay. It was just I was yeah. just cuz I'd just been listening to that soundtrack and that was actually fine.
3: Yeah, it's not like a DVD. Do you remember like you used to fall asleep to like DVD menu soundtracks? Oh, so had a really good loop. The next day, it'd just be like twenty-second loops of this like terrible noise. Well, they they had to have a really good good loop. Dreams.
0: Yeah, because a lot of them really weren't good loops. They just like stop awkwardly and then start again. I think the um, the engine noise loop for the Next Generation remastered Blu-rays is really good, and you could use that Mm. as ASMR very easily.
3: Hmm yeah having i just remember having like really weird dreams depending on like if it was like family guy or something and it was really trumpety and you had like really messed up sleep because it's like bah, every like 30 <laughs> seconds
0: i that would drive me insane yeah you know, you're really
3: really tired and you can't be bothered to turn it off that's less
0: asmr and more like mental indoctrination and torture i think at that point that might be against the <laughs> geneva convention but like i'll just say this you know my video is coming out later tonight sorry it's as late as it is um so. I, I, I was quite literally scared of making a video of that game. Those are the history that I have with that company and what how radically different this one is to their previous ones and how difficult some parts of it are to really grasp mm. for some people. So it's been a very intimidating game to play. But the thing that I will say beyond everything else to people is this game is brave it's innovative and it's interesting and there's nothing else like it cool nothing yeah but yeah. there are some deal breakers for some people Yeah. there are like again if you're not into reading a lot of text and having a lot of conversations don't yeah because prob- it's also it's still quite—it's
3: very like the difference between there's a lo- so much text in between kind of all the matches—and I was just you know when you first start playing a game you're like yeah yeah they're setting all this stuff up rah, rah. but then that's actually the pace is still quite wordy in between right it
0: is yeah you've got the uh, hold down space option which rapidly skips everything uh, mm-hmm. but it's also I think you know the flip side of that is that unlike the other games you can take this one at your own pace you mm-hmm. really couldn't do that with transistor and Bastion mm-hmm. honestly so i think i'm kind of i'm kind of glad of that but it's gonna it's gonna be divisive amongst yeah, people that definitely. like that stuff but i think it also demonstrates look because Supergiant isn't a one trick pony and they're not going to keep making the same game they're not going to rest on those laurels they're going to keep experimenting and thank fuck for that
3: yeah absolutely
0: yeah yeah yeah, so that's Pyre. Like I said, Jesse, I'm really, I really want to see your playthrough of it because I think you'll be. If you are just better at digesting and interpreting law than I am, and I think you, I'm going to lore understand. the law. Yeah. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? Like you I'm just scared thinking, yourself, Julia. I, I just think you're gonna, you're gonna be able to present and interpret that stuff better than me. Before Julia made this about sex again.
3: Well, I have to be consistent.
1: (laughs) What can I say? I put out for lore. It's a thing.
0: (laughs) The callous phallus is an eternal specter around this podcast, always floating behind us.
1: Yeah, tell
3: me you wouldn't want a lore whore t-shirt. You would. There's
0: got to already be (laughs) one, right? Got to already be one. (laughs) What what happens if I Google that? Did I make a horrible mistake?
3: Tell me the English. There's
0: an an urban dictionary definition of it. Apparently,
3: tell us. Is it just just Jesse's picture?
0: um, No. And also, this person can't spell obsessed, doesn't have two Bs in it. But someone who is obsessed with background lore about something, usually video games or movies. (laughs) Yeah. It's
1: like they knew
0: you. All right. I mean, I don't see that as a bad thing, unless you annoy the shit out of people with it.
1: (laughs) Also is that i'm doing it for money yeah that the, the whole aspect is weird like slut. like i just put yeah. out i'm interested in it yeah exactly yeah. it's like
0: you not you're not turning tricks on it that doesn't make it they only picked it because it rhymes it off of this it's i don't clever have a lord daddy, daddy, so it's clever because like, it rhymes It's am like lord daddy
1: take my money you
0: know, <laughs> t- t- <laughs> tell me how the it's clever because it rhymes attitude ever worked when nursery rhymes exist lore pimps <laughs> walking up and down like
1: see, oh, and whore, t- got my money like oh no lord daddy i don't got no no
2: no that doesn't uh, now see the way that i perceived the concept of a lore whore is yes. like is like the person that you're buying the game from is is like a person lord, who's a Lord you. daddy no, oh, no 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 is that the lord john that's this the lord john. and this then okay. so, no the lore that you get out of the game is your payment what yeah,
3: because yeah. he's so in you you're Tell so tell me all the information. What was he doing a
1: hundred years ago? Oh, you yeah, filthy yeah. slut, I bet he was. <laughs> but that's that's not- But that's- oh, No! My. That's not how that works. If you apply this to sex, then that's just saying, like, the act of sex equals payment. which me, that's totally true.
2: That's totally like- When it comes okay, so to- me, maybe, so No, weird. maybe you're the guy in the car who's, like, looking for people who are peddling games. And and so, drunk, you're the guy
0: in the car pulling up to a, a corner. corner. Of <laughs> out. Yeah, so yeah, is- yeah You, you know, just roll the window down. There's uh, someone in like what looks to be a nightgown, just a very, very large book, and she she's and it's like, "A <laughs> Ooh, book? Got
3: got a book. Really, what are you looking what for? On page sixty-seven? It yeah, gets what you're really looking for? Depth?
0: For baby, no, it's like,
1: oh, you know, know what corner. I like?
0: You got uh you got the around the
1: corner over here." And then a cop comes up and he's like, "Knock, knock, knock! What are you doing in there, son? Uh nothing, sir. Just looking." Uh, uh, yeah. like, oh, okay. Well, that's totally legal and not at all dirty. I'll see you around. Have a good one.
0: Yeah, I was pretty, <laughs> I was pretty <laughs> much how I would go down, most likely. Yeah, and he's then, like, oh, well, and then uh, you resume you reading? the reading. That's very of, nice. Yeah, yeah, here's the and here's the uh, <laughs> yeah. early up, <laughs> history of pre-dynastic Hesperia, <laughs> You know, oh, sometime in 2057. Call
1: up his friends. He'd be like, "Uh, we got a uh." five one two over here a <laughs> yeah, that's five things with a book in a car and then the other cops show up and are like my god you're the future you're gonna save this country and i'll be like thank you sir <laughs> go back to my
0: reading it's like mm-hmm. hey yeah i'm glad you're encouraging literacy and that's a good thing yeah. you should keep doing yeah. that yeah
1: i mean also do you know what all you, about right you can go you know, to your was, local library
0: well, and I'm there are about changing the world many services, world. services. At your local library. And you should encourage further funding of your local library. Did you know a lot of them let you rent video games? Did you know a lot of them let you get audiobooks out and actually borrow Kindles sure. and e-readers as well? And you, you know some that th-
2: libraries still exist? Yeah. Go to they, a library. Yeah.
0: And they're actually a big deal. A lot of them are 3D printers now. like, mm. And they're what? actually very nice. Yeah. In America. Uh, no, despite no no them movies. trying to cut funding, <laughs> libraries in this country do incredible services. And we yeah. should all support them. No doubt.
2: Yeah. Did you know a library card is oh, free? Oh, mate.
1: Just go do it, my dude. Did you know a library card is free? Do you know that's free?
2: They give you free books. It's yeah. crazy. That's what I'm saying. saying. Why would they do that? Yeah. That's what I'm saying.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to
2: you know, stack libraries. up and bring stuff back when you're done with it. Yes.
1: Or they it was... will charge you five cents a day. Watch your ass. It's They're true. Gonna come...
2: I kept a book for uh, seven years. That was that wound up being a big charge. But did no, it back. Five dollars. Yeah, of course I did. Really? After yeah. seven years, how did they? Yeah, because I couldn't, couldn't go back to that library. Well yeah. And I needed to go back to it eventually.
0: <laughs> yeah. I couldn't so go back I pay 100 was years like, 100 a hundred dollars in book
2: that's been out for seven years. I was like, hundred dollars
0: so a year in taxes for your library. That is a wow. bargain. That's a bargain. I would pay far more and probably do because of my bracket. But there you go. That's something I will happily pay for as beneficial to everybody. All right. We're going to take a break. And somehow, at least right now anyway, at the current time, we are still sponsored by Squarespace. Squarespace Squarespace.com slash co-optional. for 10% of your first order, ladies and gentlemen, at a free trial. They've been supporting the Co-optional podcast for the last two years. We use their services in particular. And our latest ad may very well be my finest work. Uh, and it, a lot of it was done at Jesse's expense, which is, which is great. So enjoy, ladies and gentlemen, our custom Squarespace ad. We'll be after, back after the break to talk more about video games we've been playing this week. If you're watching the co-optional Podcast. Do not go anywhere. A word from our sponsor. Ladies and gentlemen, it is with great regret that I am here to announce that Coxcon 2018 has been cancelled. Here are the reasons that led to its tragic death. Jesse has abandoned the convention because of his newfound Hollywood fame and won't be mixing with anyone with less than 1 million Twitter followers. Total Biscuit has pulled out due to a 7% chance of Crendor showing up next year. Quote, that's 7% more than I'm comfortable with. Dodger pulled out because you must be this tall to get on Jesse's wild ride. Strippen pulled out because he believes Telford is so far north that it's found beyond the wall and is a wildling stronghold. Jenna has pulled out so that she could go out cosplaying with Sean Spicer instead. The Completionist pulled out because he's too busy trying to beat every item world in Disgaea and may never be seen again. Sips. Who, who the heck is Sips again? And this was Nerdcube's first ever convention. And as a result, his last ever convention. The Coxcon Communications Director has been fired. This is a truly tragic set of circumstances and we will need a new convention. Something which succeeded where the old convention failed, and the first step towards doing that is a rebranding with a brand new professional looking website from Squarespace. For the security conscious, we are launching LocksCon. You'll be able to see the latest and greatest selection of locks alongside our collection of antique security mechanisms. All the while, Squarespace keeps all of your security up to date with the very latest security protocols without you having to lift a finger. Not your style, okay. Well, how about SocksCon, a convention showing you the latest and greatest in foot-warming, toe-containing, obnoxiously-patterned technology. Perhaps you make your own socks or other craft goods? Well, with 10% of your first order at squarespace.com slash co-optional and a free trial, you'll be able to import your products with ease using a .csv list, even if your list is currently on another service. All right. Look, I get it. A lot of people really aren't into socks, and that's okay. Somebody I know really, really is and can compensate for your lack of enthusiasm. So how about this?
4: ROCKSCON!
0: Rock out with your cocks out at ROCKSCON! While uploading your work into beautifully presented collections on Squarespace and selling your music directly to your listeners via Squarespace's easy-to-use and powerful e-commerce platform. You can even use Squarespace's new tour feature to promote your upcoming gigs, Handle your merch table online and keep all of your new fans up to date with your latest events. Well, these were all great suggestions, but we admit we have no expertise in any of them. And while we could easily use Squarespace to create a professional-looking website that pretends we do, we need to focus on the one thing we're good at. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you MoxCon.com. MoxCon is a fake convention and we've created a fake image of a fake Squarespace website based on a real Squarespace website using a very real Squarespace domain that we set up in just minutes. MoxCon literally does not exist in any form. Or does it? Isn't that the point? If it is specifically a fake convention about a real convention with a fake website pretending to be a real website, then does that not fulfill its entire purpose? Does that therefore mean that MoxCon is 100% real. Did you just witness a philosophical paradox? That is not for us to say, but what we do know for sure is that you too can create your very real or very fake convention and its beautiful website by starting your free trial today and getting 10% off your first order at squarespace.com slash co-optional as a con for everything these days. Some of them are cons and then some of them are cons. CoxCon.co.uk was a website created on Squarespace. Lord knows Jesse doesn't have the talent to make something that slick. CoxCon is dead. Long live MoxCon 2018. A fake con about a real con that is both a con and a con. There's only one thing for sure in this world that could never turn out to be a con, and that is where you should make your next move with Squarespace. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the co-optional podcast. We're going straight through to the end of the show because... Dodger needs to leave right on time. So that was your break. If you didn't go pee, well. You fucked up. Yeah. Let me introduce you to the concept of a bottle and no Cheeky. dignity.
2: Or you could just miss like a second of the podcast to
1: go pee. I mean, you could
0: <laughs> also do that. That's yeah, that's just actually your speakers
1: not. speakers on and go. We don't
0: it. generally talk Ask about anything important anyway. Mm-hmm. I'm honestly... If you miss any of the show, and if you happen to be a Twitch subscriber to twitch.tv slash TotalBiz, you've got immediate access to the board anyway. Or just wait a couple of days, it'll be on YouTube. So it's all good. It's all fine. Word up. Yeah.
2: Um, I think uh, at least TB Jesse and I have all played Gigantic. Yeah. Yes.
0: Uh, you, you were sponsored to play it, as I recall correctly. I was sponsored
2: to play it. So uh, Jesse, was there a
0: sponsorship agreement on your side or not? Huh? i'm asking jesse if there was a sponsorship oh. agreement on his side <laughs> no 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 it, cool. it's always weird to get into these situations because we're like it makes some of us feel like we're being played for fools It's was like <laughs> oh great so is giving you a I bunch of money for free but yeah that's... but but we just kind of wanted to play it because we like it well fools yeah. to be fucking us in it <laughs> but yeah. it's it's that's kind of how sponsored streams have made things now and Twitch it's a, illuminati it's getting a bit weird but never be a part of it oh uh, well, whatever uh yeah so at, le- there's at least there's at least one
1: talk about it if it's no gonna be. no
0: i do want to talk about it i just i just find the situation so odd and it keeps coming up like more and more these days uh but yeah just we've got the disclosure out of the way for that so that's good so some of you are probably surprised by the fact that gigantic even still exists because it has been around for a long time it Been has in had development
2: for ages. Yeah, it had
0: a rough backstory. Like someone uh, wrote about it, and I think it was maybe a PC game that wrote about it. And they, their studio, basically had no money. Like they were like, "The studio's done. We can't pay any of you." Then everyone just showed up the next day and kept working on the game. Wow! Which was That's a some fucking dedication. It was some pretty. Co- they wanted this damn thing done. Like they were, <laughs> they were very, very insistent on it. So it survived. It was on the Windows 10 store for a while, which is generally not a good idea if you want people to actually play your game. Yeah. And it was available on Xbox One. Then they moved it to Steam, which, as it turns out, was a very good idea because people want to play it now. It does have a couple of those little weird holdovers as a Windows 10 game, like it doesn't have a proper full-screen mode. You're forced into borderless Hate that, don't yeah. really know why. And I think as a result of that, you've got that re- weird effective 60 FPS limit as a result mm-hmm. of the way that they're doing that. They still need to short, sort that shit out. But let's talk about the actual game. Because Certainly what I played of it, it gave me some awesome Dawngate-like vibes, which hopefully also don't include the game is going to shut down very quickly. Uh-huh. Right. And it answered this consistent complaint that i've had for a long time that over the last few years we've had a bunch of games with boring modes that haven't tried anything different Mm
2: -hmm. um yeah i uh i saw sam play this game a ton Mm -hmm. so and he really liked it so um when i was asked whether or not i would want to do a sponsored stream for it i was like Sure, because apparently it's pretty fun. Everybody I know that's tried playing it has had a lot of fun with it. Um, I appreciate that it does the thing where, yes, you can choose your own upgrades. You can like make a build that you like, but it'll also just suggest shit for you. If you've never played that character before, you can just, every time you need to level up, just hold down one. Just hold down one, and it's like, all right, we upgraded something. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm like, great. (laughs) Thanks. Uh, Yeah, so that was really nice for me as a brand new player um i think the game looks gorgeous
0: i like the aesthetic Uh, a lot
2: yeah it looks beautiful and the the first time that i watched sam play it i uh i was talking about this on stream but the first time that i watched sam play it he was in the middle of a game when i first tuned in and i was like okay all right yeah this this looks nice and the first time that i saw the big like bird mom Uh, go and attack the snake I was like fuck that looks so cool (laughs) it just looks rad when the when the gigantic um like deity characters like attack each other holy shit that's animated so well um yeah so I I think that it's really fun I kept trying to play a sniper character don't know why the fuck I did that because I can't aim for shit
0: well people move really fast in this game and have pretty effective dodges so that could be quite tricky
2: yeah, I think I think that's something that I've never seen in a game like this is that you it has like a full dodge system like...
0: yeah, maybe... it's a very active control like if you compare yeah. it to something like Smite. No, Smite is about as straight up as a if you took lol but made it third person as you can get like everything controls like you'd expect a character like that to do. This is more of a third person action game. It does have the cooldown based abilities. And mm-hmm. it's got the ultimate and such. But the, the emphasis on a lot of jumping and active movement and the yeah. emphasis on dodging and using stamina, et cetera, is more like a third-person arena action game. Mm-hmm. Now, let's kind of explain the whole gigantic part of it because that's both the namesake and basically the whole point of the main game mode of this thing. And it's radically different to the vast majority of games that are either in or close to this genre. No. Some people are going to argue, oh, it's a hero shooter. And some people are going to say, Ah, oh, it's, it's a MOBA. It's what is MOBA.
2: First person or third person MOBA, yeah.
0: Yeah, and I mean, it's really kind of neither, but here's what the game mode is. So you've got your teams and each team has a kind of gigantic god type thing. And in the current version, it's either this big owl, owl mama as you called her, or this sort of evil kind of snake ghost thing and you can Mm -hmm. see them on the map it's very clear where they are and you are asked go get me power go gather power for me Mm -hmm. so you go and do that the way you do it is by going to the points on the map of which you know there's a b c d e f g depends on the map you go to the map and what you can do is you if you stand on the point you can pick up and collect the power and that power Goes into the bar, which is at uh, the top. You can see on the top of the screen right now the two pictures of the, d- the little deities, well, big deities. When one of those bars reaches 100, the deity attacks. It gets the fuck up, stops being lazy, flies or slithers to the other thing and pins it down. And during that time, you have a small amount of time to, as a team, go and attack a weak spot for massive damage. Yes, the is there will be... There's no giant enemy crab, gigantic creature yet. Hopefully there will be at some point. If you do enough damage, bearing in mind the other team can do things to reinforce the shield on it, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, it inflicts one wound, one wound on the character. Uh, Once they pro- you hit
2: three wounds, yeah. you win.
0: Yes. However, there's also like a hard time limit. So to stop these games dragging on very long, and they are quite fast-paced as a result of this... If it becomes a deadlock, it will all end at a final clash where the map rearranges itself, the two big beasties go and fight each other and you fight to the death to decide who wins. So you, you're not going to get hour-long games in this. That's not going to happen. It's not possible. I
2: think the longest game that we had was a half an hour. Yeah. And even that, we were like, that was a long-ass game. <laughs> yeah. So...
0: Yeah. There's a couple of other cool things you can do with those power nodes, like you can go steal power from enemy nodes and stuff like that. You can summon creatures on them. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of like, a, I believe it's a team. The team itself has a pool of resources that can summon creatures. And there's different kinds of creatures that you can bring in your loadouts. And then you can power those creatures up. So you can make an even better creature. And they all have different little skills. Like, one might heal, might heal, one might wander to enemy points and sabotage them, one might give you, like, increased radar range and stuff. And
2: Yeah, I think the three that they have right now is a healing one, um, kind of a scouting one that tells you if there are enemies nearby, and then a, uh like, a guardian one that puts up walls to make it a little bit more difficult for the enemy team to move around.
0: Yeah, there's a um, few more that you can unlock beyond that.
2: Yeah, and then... The way that you level them up to level two, which makes them much harder to kill and stronger, um, is by using points that you gather personally from attacking the enemy team.
0: Yeah, it's like a focus bar.
2: Yeah, you can either use your focus to use an ultimate, or you can use it to upgrade a creature. So sometimes, if you're like communicating with your team, you can be like, hey, can anybody upgrade the creature? And some people might be like, "Oh, I shouldn't do it because I think that my ult will really come in handy when we get into this situation." Yeah, there's decision making to be made there. Yeah, so you have to kind of decide whether or not you think that your ult is going to come in handy, or you plan on using it in a certain situation. And if you're not, if you're like me, and you kind of forget that you have your ult ever anyway uh i just i just Street constantly have creatures because i'm yeah. like i'm not gonna remember to use my fucking ult so yeah that's
0: you gotta defend those creatures as well if the enemy kills the mm-hmm. creatures they earn a lot for doing that so it's like yeah. yes they, they can defend the points to keep your power safe but if you don't defend them you know they might they might be able to take down one hero on their own depending on how upgraded they are but if it's a concerted team effort you're gonna lose it so mm-hmm. but yeah there's quite a few decisions to be made there as you said you've got the the leveling up of skills that just happens with experience, and you get to usually take mutually exclusive choices. It's a bit like Heroes of the Storm in that regard, and your abilities, you could take them in a couple of different ways, uh, depending Mm -hmm. on your particular preferences. I played this guy who's like a sort of fire shaman, I guess, and one of his main abilities is to charge, charge up fireball, and I think one of the picks that I could take for it initially was you can charge it up to a third stage. But the other one was like, it'll create a kind of shield that reflects things while you're doing that. And you can Mm -hmm. focus on different skills that you want to. You know, you could focus on your primary attack or your other skills, get your cooldowns. And there's a various interesting viable builds and you can pick very quickly in game. It's just a quick hockey combination. It seems to work pretty well. That's about like a half ranged, half melee in terms of the roster. And people ask about the business model. It's free to play game. It has to be really, but it's got a $35 buy everything forever option. So like Smite, which I think is like the Smite. best possible compromise for a game like that.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely, I think it it has that's the only way to do that the, in which it would possibly survive. And they yeah. probably learned a lot of lessons from Battleborn not surviving.
2: <laughs> I think they've already they've already added a new character since the game has come out. So they have like shown that they're adding shit over time. Sure. Um, so yeah and it's it's got a good i think that these games always need to have some kind of a daily challenge aspect and there's quite to them as a lot well. of those and
0: it, yeah those these and cards has, you can draw i believe mm-hmm. yeah possibly called fortune cards or whatever and they yeah, sort they're of like, give they're you like they're like a tarot card kind of a thing yes
2: and uh, that's a daily on, thing depending on the card it'll give you a certain amount of in-game currency if you complete it um so one that's a bit more difficult or very character specific like you have to you know make 10 nemeses with this character like that's going to be much more difficult yes um so you get a lot out of it versus ones that are a bit more common or easier you won't get as much but you'll probably get it quicker so it always every time you do a card draw it'll give you three different cards and you can say like oh this seems manageable for me and then add it to your list of challenges for the day yeah um yeah
0: you don't have to worry about doing that bullshit in game that's all out of game with Mm -hmm. your own account management so you won't be like, it's a, there's a surprising lack of bullshit once you get into the game. Because mm-hmm. you you set all that up beforehand, which is super smart. So, Jesse, what's your experience of the game been since you, uh, you've played it as well? We were trying to get around to streaming this together. We never quite did, but I know you have played it.
1: I think I think it is... Um, Here's... Here's what I think. I think <laughs> that I enjoy the fact that it is not a MOBA and that it is requiring you to do small tasks per level. So mm. if you want to build up defenses or you want to go collect points, like there's different things to do. With that all said, I think it's awesome. I think it's super fun to play. I love uh, the, the the different variety of characters that they have that you can be and how it's not... There's Sure, they're the tropey ones, but there's some more like outlandish characters. Um, My big thing is because because of what the game is and it's not a moba i don't i i, I guess that's a turn off to a lot of people like finding games it, sometimes is difficult is what i'll say but i just don't know if the player base is there yet hmm. or, if it, or if it will it's be been, there
0: it's definitely been having some issues in that regard if a <laughs> larger streamer picks it up either because they're sponsored by it or just genuinely like it i know that lyric has pick, played it several times as a result of him just genuinely liking it Mm-hmm. That gives it the boost, but it's right. going to have to find that audience. I mean, I never f- had problems finding matches. I'll say that. Uh, yeah, but same. Mm-hmm. It's, it's going to be things like time of day, where you live, region, etc. It's entering right. a very competitive market, and it's also trying to convince people that what it is offering is different enough from other things, but also familiar enough not to be scary. There's the big fucking problem. Right. People like playing I- stuff similar to things they already like.
2: I do think also for anybody who might be concerned about that, I thought that the tutorial was very clear.
0: The tutorial is excellent in that game. I
2: actually really liked the tutorial for it.
0: Really well designed, like taking on a lot of kind of unfamiliar and weird concepts that people would not necessarily have known about or are counterintuitive to how MOBAs generally do things or how Overwatch and hero shooters do things and explaining it very well with great voice acting awesome music and really good presentation and tutorial mission design
3: yeah or you often well, don't find like fantastic tutorial like, i hate you know how you like it's like when you get a bit of tech you don't ever want to read the manual and it yeah. always feels like that with tutorial modes or they're just they're just too slow and then by the time you actually get to the file you can't skip it and then by the time you actually like get to playing the game it's just so frustrating so it's quite nice to actually hear yeah, it's got like a good one
0: it does it has it has a very good one it it seems like again, sort of easy to learn, hard to master with an in-depth game mode. And mm. the more in-depth the game mode is, the less you have to rely on making your characters super fucking complicated to actually keep the game interesting, in my opinion.
1: Mm. So I, I keep trying I keep trying to think about this game in in just why because like, it's I believe it to be a like a really solid game. It's it very is. fun.
0: So and, far, my experience of it has been exactly that.
1: And I keep trying to think like why the reception of it has been lackluster. And I can't for the life of me the best I can think of is very similar to Heroes of the Storm and that it requires teamwork to get stuff done. It does. And uh most people view that as a bad thing in MOBA ish games.
0: Where like people are Which like is weird because all of the MOBA ish games require that.
1: Well, and that's and that's why people tend to stay away from MOBA ish games and they play leak. <laughs> where they're like yeah one person can dominate the game and that's how you win and so and everyone thinks that in their mind they're the one person so they yeah, don't they think they're the main character in the else. anime
0: yeah yeah which and they so really are possibly I, I i think a lot of it's just straight up marketing issues like this is a, a game that dropped under the radar most people thought it had been cancelled uh has mm-hmm. gone through various different publishers arc is now publishing it i mean Microsoft was heavily involved with this game. I don't know if they even still are. It started
3: getting like even more and more confusing, I think, where there's just, I don't know, like we're getting kind of all these previews. We can have all these different things like uh, ahead of time. And then I was thinking this about the the Long Dark, which is supposed to be out, is out, should be out, or something like that. Yeah, it was was in
0: early access. It's out and it's coming out on PS4 today or tomorrow, I think.
3: Like basically i'll start getting really confused because i think like wait a minute i played that that was, that was ages ago and then yeah. you know it's all like these different things and then you're yeah. like well what bit did i play how much of the game was it was it like a
2: good yeah it,
3: Where
0: just is starts it now? Really starts right, was a
2: million things
3: how much of no, it
0: reworked yeah
2: yeah i was surprised when i heard that it came out because i think there really was a ton of misinformation about what was going on with it Yes. Um and I think a lot of speculation that it might have been canceled became like a rumor that was pitched as true like oh that game got canceled. Um so when it did come out people were like wait is that the same is that a different what game is this? Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> let's be clear. This was a game that was at PAX in 2013 as like a with a of- huge booth. Yeah. With a it was huge 2013- booth. 2014 like it's been a like it's existed for a while and
0: then yeah. just was gone this is hardly so, the first time we've seen this i mean do you remember firefall that did the exact same fucking thing you know huge conference for years and years and years when it eventually actually came out nobody fucking noticed they thought it was gone it was dead right
3: and you, and you think about how much you know in terms of like games coverage you know how many people are kind of talking about games now and all these different Or there's so much information that you tend to almost like just get like one line or like one bit of information from one place, and then you you know there's like just so much of it going on. Yeah, you do that. Maybe it is a rumor that just sticks in your head, and then. Well, yeah, because you don't have time to bother to
0: get it corrected, you know. Yeah. A lot of people, you know, they'll then have their little cognitive bias where it's like, right, well, oh, maybe I had a grudge against this game because it was a Windows initially a Windows 10 exclusive and it was only in the Microsoft Store. And it was announced back when Windows 10 had a much worse reputation than it currently does. The Windows Mm -hmm. 10 store still has a bad rep and rightfully so, but that game's now on Steam. Ergo, that whole thing's irrelevant. But Mm. people, you know, I have sort of a vested emotional interest in a game like this failing because it's like, fuck Windows 10, fuck Microsoft, despite them actually not really being involved in the game in any way anymore. Microsoft's... I mean, Microsoft's logo isn't on the gigantic website. The only thing is there's a Windows 10 logo down the bottom, but no, Microsoft, I don't think they're really involved so in it anymore. Mm. Like, it's mm. it's Perfect World and Ark and Motiga now. And there's all, people, oh, fuck Perfect World, because they did another thing with another thing at some other time at some other place. And all this other stuff, it's like, God, I, games have a lot that they have to fight against now to actually get noticed, get a presence in the market and a foot in the door and compete for the mind share of a lot of people against a lot of other games
2: every time i hear the term mind share, it's it's so apt it's like so true <laughs> just like fighting for space in your, for space like in just the brain. perception like for yes you in your just perception of the be world aware of it yeah
0: yes and it, it would be a shame if this went down it wouldn't be the first time we've seen it but what I've played of it so far, I think it's great. They seem to have a good solid development plan going forward. It feels good. You know, they got 600,000 people to install the thing on Steam in a couple of weeks. You know, obviously it's free. The question is like, how many of those do you maintain? How many of those do you need to maintain? I mean, right now, current players, as I speak right now, is four and a half thousand. Like, that's okay especially if you compare it to fucking Battleborn that has 119.
3: Oh, Battleborn. Oh. oh, Battleborn. And the press packs that they sent out for Battleborn, like they clearly spent like a bunch of money. It was like this beautiful case with all like these little figurines and like it was just absolutely gorgeous like the dream thing you get as like a games journalist you're like i love this this is amazing and then Bribery, it was just timing yeah. oh the timing yeah oh, it was bad the timing so harsh so yeah. harsh
0: yeah uh now and just to repeat what i said it's four thousand six hundred currently playing on steam source SteamCharts.com. the interesting thing mm. about it is um they peaked at eight thousand on july the 23rd uh which i think lines up possibly with the live extreme and then they sort of they drop down to uh, the varying between three and a half thousand at the lowest points, five and a half thousand. But they've been very stable there mm. for the last few weeks.
4: Well,
0: w- I, I whether that's because of time. more streaming and sponsored stuff, or whether it's because this game's actually sticky and people actually come back to it, mm. I don't know. Do are they continuing to keep playing it, or yeah. are they just replacing the people they're bleeding off? with more new people that they're getting from the sponsored stream deals and stuff. That's a great question. But right now, it's perfectly perfectly healthy. That's a good number. doesn't have to be huge, but that's, that's a fine number to play a, what, five versus five game mode game. Not a problem. You can totally do that. And yeah, like I said, I do enjoy it. And I like new things. I like interesting things. I like things that don't constantly repeat the same thing over and over again, necessarily. That game mode is good. And I find the- it
3: like, do you find like, the more and more like people are vying for your uh, your attention and like the kind of more and more games that come out, I'm now getting like really snobby about stuff. And oh, it's yeah. almost like if it almost like, if it's not like a completely new experience, every time you play a game, you'll be like, well, you know, this has happened before. And I'm like, I, it's like, you can't like keep reinventing the wheel every single time, but like, you yeah. just, I don't know. You just sort of, I don't know. starting to expect more and more from th- gaming experiences.
0: I think it's as it's our perspective as people that work in the coverage industry, Versus your average consumer, that that's always going to be a fundamentally different thing. you know. When we have access to every game that exists and we're being bombarded by them on a constant basis, yeah, we absolutely do look for the stuff that's new and interesting. And we have probably played more games than the average gamer has. We might not be good at them, but that yeah. might also be because we play 20 new games a week. you know, For 20 m- minutes. Yes, exactly. For 20 fucking minutes. <laughs> Whereas the average consumer, they're going to buy a game, they're going to fixate on it, they're going to stick with it. And a safe bet is to buy a game that uses a lot of mechanics and ideas that a game they previously enjoyed did mm-hmm. in the past. So that's yeah. why you know Call of Duty sells well every year. That's why battlefield sells well every time G- they bring it they,
3: out. is expensive, you know, especially yeah, like the is. kind of big the big titles, you know I mm-hmm. mean God, I can't remember like being if I was like a teenager or like in my early like 20s or whatever and spending out that much money on you know, like a few games a month't that, that would never happen. I was always down computer exchange. you know what I'm talking about? hand.
0: <laughs> absolutely go trade it in for uh, the, and the dodgy people that say oh it smells like cigarettes so that means an extra extra 50p mate extra 50p yeah. on that and go, buy, go buy some dodgy <laughs> dvds yeah, real.
1: good times <sighs> and it's totally now it's totally different if you go back 20 30 years gaming was like new game that you were interested in once every three months maybe
4: Hmm.
1: and so you had a game and you, and you played it and you played it and you played it and you played it and you had time to get good, like Crash, for example and and yeah. the game, now people are like this is too hard, bro and you had time to get better at them before you moved on and then slowly over time it was now there are more consoles and now there are more games and now there are more games every week for consoles and now there's a bigger PC market and mm-hmm. yeah, now there's just too much and so yeah, like, I don't have the, the average gamer having to make decisions let alone spend hundreds of dollars if they want to play everything
0: yeah Dude,
2: like the the fact that when we were doing sound check today tv was talking about how there were how many games in the release list last week
0: just about 220. Over.
2: yeah like, like what the hell man in a week
0: <laughs> yeah m- most of it was shit, obviously but jesus <laughs>
3: but it, still.
0: It, you know it's it's bringing up two things that are becoming progressively and increasingly more important One is how effective your marketing budget and spend can be to cut through with sheer power of razzle-dazzle, shock and awe, and a big amount of money. And the other are influencers and tastemakers, the guys Mm. that look for interesting new things and have Mm. a platform with an audience that they can use to point them out. And those people are gaining more and more and more power.
3: Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, absolutely. I tell you, one of the one of the best things uh, recently that I got, uh, I got sent. Admittedly, it was a, a Sony product, so they could have spent a bunch of money if they wanted to. Was uh, for, um, uh, oh my God, uh, Parappa the Rapper. They sent a box. Did you see this? They mm-hmm. sent a box. Uh, I don't know, how much do you know this game? You know this game? I, presume uh, I mean, I know a lot of, part of that it is.
0: Yeah.
3: Right, okay, good. We're on the same page. So okay. Chop Chop Master Onion, right, obviously mm-hmm. like one of the most renowned characters. So we've yeah. got this box and it's like, rap, and I played this game to death. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to get some cool like plushy toy or like was something.
1: It was it just an onion?
3: It was a freaking onion and some felt <laughs> and how to make your own Chop Chop Master Onion. It had like googly eyes and a little <sighs> thing. It was so clever because That's everyone so was like, funny. "This is the funniest thing ever," and everyone's like putting it up online and you know because it's different. You haven't got to spend a bunch of money, you know, just to kind of yeah. get that sort of little bit of uh, traction. But um, that that stayed in my uh, in my flat for quite some time until they were a bit like, um, "Why is this onion still here with a really long moustache? Can we please throw
1: it away?" It's quite. <laughs> I
3: was said, "Minister, chop, chop, Master onion. You can't throw him away. He's our sense <laughs>
1: <laughs> You want to wrap? You can't throw him away. What would we be without him? How else are you going to get the date? It makes exactly. perfect sense. Or like also
3: that game, why was he making a fish cake? But like a, ke- not like a fish cake, like you'd have in a restaurant. If you haven't played the game, like a, like a, a nice looking cake, fancy cake, but with fish in it. And then you have to outwrap everyone because you need to poo.
1: Um... Do you not remember
2: this? That game uh, that made perfect sense, or Julia. Fifth level,
1: that you have to, go to the bathroom. Yeah, and you have to get to the front of the line. You have to outwrap everyone in the front, and yeah,
3: oh yeah. So you could, so you can poo because the cake didn't agree with you. Because it was so a fish ca-
0: let, let me let me it's make this clear. Uh, Guitaru Man lives as an infinitely superior to game to Parappa the Rapper. Guitar-o-man. Guitar-o-man.
2: Guitar-o-man. Guitar-o-man. It's it's the best best man It's
0: better. Ever. It always will be better. Parappa the Rapper doesn't hold up. Guitaru Man absolutely does.
3: I'm just gonna throw it out there. I my okay. My favorite one is Um Jamalami.
0: Isn't that Parappa the Rapper?
3: No. Um Jamalami was the one where you're a lamb and you're in a band and you jam. Oh, okay. <laughs> so
0: jam, you
2: never you jam. I've never heard of it.
3: Uh, I
0: didn't. It? I didn't own um, a PlayStation, so like, um, I, ah, okay, yeah. Oh um Jamalami, God, um, so good. it was a follow up to rapper the rapper. That's why I associate the two. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Oh my it God. Was So good, and like one of the tracks is basically a Foo Fighters song, and you're on a plane and you have to play your guitar to because the guitar's in your mind, and so you have to land this plane using your guitar. It's the freaking best
0: thing ever. Yeah, it's, mm. that that does sound like Guitar Man. Uh, I wonder. I ca-
3: Wait, it doesn't have the it doesn't have the widdly uh, analog stick bit of Guitar Man. Yeah, Guitar
0: Man is the widdly like, analog stick bit, which is yeah. good, I think. It uh, is good,
2: although it was like I used I just to, just try to want to, to play Guitar pub. Man now.
0: It's uh, so fun. I don't know what the best way so to do fun. it is. Uh, apparently, Japan PS Plus got Guitar Man Lives as a freebie in April, uh, it was, but it's a PSP uh, version. I- so, like, if you own a PSP or a Vita, you can play Guitar Man. But otherwise, I think you have to go back to the PS2. And I don't know if that ver- I don't think a version is available digital on PS3 or 4, so...
3: So, um, one of the cool things about... When they sent out the original PS3 test machines... Like, you remember, like, the original, original PS3 and it had, like, all the, like, compact flash ports and you know, it's a media hub and whatever. The original, like, PS3 test machine would play, like, all my old uh, PS2 games. It's great because you're like PS3 didn't so well. So I still got like all of them. I still got it set up there, you know, just in case. Never know.
1: I am watching this video of Unjammer Lamy. I thought you'd There's, broken. I thought your stream had gone because your mouth had been is, open for so long. There <laughs> is a moment in which she plays a baby rabbit like a guitar.
3: Oh, yeah, to get the kids to go to sleep. That's the best level because it's really she fun. Plays- it's like the
1: frog level. she's like the guitars in my mind and the rabbit baby transforms into a guitar in which she then plays yeah this is crazy it's i, so I am mean,
0: i i think it. i think that can be topped by various guitar man levels honestly especially yeah. when the bees get involved with the bee trumpets and bee jazz that's bee
3: jazz
0: yeah <sighs> mojo king bee uh, the Mojo King B Level in Guitar Man is Dude, quite the fucking Bo- Bone thing. Bone wrestle.
2: The Bone wrestle song is so good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I put it on the screen right now that for game the PSP is so version.
2: Good fuck.
0: Yeah, I don't know why they haven't made another one. Me neither. Because the story. It's
2: super fun. It's
3: super fun, and like you never really get bored of like musical like rhythm games because you just get to know the songs, and then it's all like really fun and. Yeah. Mm.
0: Well, I think, I mean, they may may have limited replayability unless you're a big score attack person. But if you release a new game that just has a new soundtrack and new crazy Mm -hmm. shit going on in the background, then that's good. In this case, you're, you're doing a battle against Mojo King B as Guitar Man. And your robot dog is going nuts in the background. And the fucking guy in the B costume is playing a giant trumpet and there's dancing <laughs> bats.
4: And, <laughs> and it gets
0: weirder and weirder. Like, it's pretty much a level where you're using your guitar to defeat alien motherships and, you know, fight for the military and all sorts of other crazy shit. It's, it's such a good game. It's so we much fun. We should design our
3: own version of it
0: and right. make it. How? What, what, what would, what would we do? With how would we do it better? We'd have to do it better than guitar man or or um jamalami what's
2: the wait what's the what's the game that they're making right now that the yeah. um that the guitar man guy and the rapper the rapper guy are making together wait the they're rabbit. working
0: together what
2: they're no, working no, together what? on a game working Shit. together yeah, we just talked yeah, about what's this. the name of what's the name of that game it's uh, you're uh oh. you play as a as like a samurai rabbit
0: ah um, it's called project rap rabbit there you go uh, Wait,
2: I've been hearing about that ages ago. Yeah. Oh, uh, they just did a, a Kickstarter for it, I think.
0: Oh, like we are imagining then. another game that
3: had, the, yeah, had how that. How could they not game.
0: find a publisher for that, especially in Japan? It I mean, it got you...
2: cancelled? No! What? My heart! No!
0: How are they not How did they not find oh. a fucking publisher to fund this? Especially considering how popular or both those games were in Japan. What's even Have happened guys, to the games did industry? You watched the video?
1: That was released in June.
0: Yeah, that's what I've got on the screen right now. Oh, I've got the one off from Rabbit May. It's the
1: snakes. It's so yeah, good. it looks so good. Was it? A, was it Man. called? Is it called Project what? Rabbit
0: Concept Gameplay Video? But yeah, apparently it is dead. You're right. But um, no. Uh... <laughs> how did
1: you know that?
0: There is no justice anymore.
1: Project Rap Rabbit Kickstarter misses its goal. Really? Oh, how much were they asking for though?
0: Great question.
3: Oh. Uh, I mean, I'm not saying I'm going to fund it myself. but uh... I mean, I'm
0: looking at the concept video and it's not exactly what I want. Like, out of a kind of Guitar Man kind of game. They wanted basically a million dollars. Oh, right. right. Yeah, Mm. so they were trying to fund what was basically a AAA game off of nostalgia for two fairly niche titles that mostly did well in Japan. That's never a good idea. Wow. Yeah, Yeah, don't do that. Man. Yeah, don't do that. Oh, well, uh, anyone else played anything else this week before we sort of move on to our main topic of discussion news for the week? Anyone want to throw anything else in there?
2: Um, That's pretty much it for me, unfortunately. The all only right. other thing that I played that I haven't had a chance to talk about is Kingsway, I think. I don't think that I got to talk about that at all.
0: Yeah, yeah. we brought it, we had it up on the show last week because the roundtable people had uh, played it, but I, I'd Not like that. to hear your take on it. Go for it. Kingsway, the Dude. weird... It's so an I don't operating system, but this, not really. Tell me everything. Okay, um, uh, so it's yeah, a it's a, a
2: fantasy RPG that's set up like an operating system. Okay. So it's it acts like you've like booted up a computer. You have um, Windows like in the desktop, and one of them is your map. One of them is like your items, but it all operates like an old Windows OS. Okay. Um, and that uh, sounds cool. yeah, it's it's aesthetically, it's really cute. And so you get dropped in, and you're basically told, like, go east, and east is where um, a castle with a king is. And that's basically all that you know is, like, you you need to go east. Mm-hmm. Um, the game, like, pushes you that way over time. Like, there's just, like, this weird, like, squiggly, shadowy bullshit that starts creeping <laughs> up on you. Like, get moving, Bucker. Yeah, it, it took me a few tries to get into a good groove with it. I I died really fast the mm. first few games. Um, but the final game that I played, we got to the very, very end, and then I died, which was oh. like disheartening. And at the same time, I was like, man, that was really fun. We got really far that time. So there was also a, a pretty good sense of accomplishment. I would love to see what the actual end of the game is like. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think that it was a, a really cool concept and it doesn't take a super long time to play. But if you're the sort of person that gets frustrated by having to restart a few times to really understand mm. the most efficient way to play it, then I, I can see people getting frustrated with it. But I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really fun. So it's like the main sort of like core of the gameplay. Is it, is it text? what are you, what are you doing so if you're
3: in this like setup... I mean, up, there like, are what, pictures what
0: you, you know uh, if you uh, if you have a look at the stream right now I actually have some footage of ha- ha- literally the game right now and it mm-hmm. look it basically they made a fake operating system a fake classic like windows 95 or 3.1 style operating system and the mm-hmm. whole game exists inside that in different windows right so like if you want to change the music there's a there's a fake music app in yeah, your yeah there's like
2: a Winamp. amp on your <laughs> yeah, basically, like, all okay, computer God, yeah. basically amazing.
0: Yeah, and it's emulating one of these oh. older Windows 95, Windows 3.1 RPGs, mm. which is kind of cool. Oh, that
3: looks cool. Yeah, yeah I, you, love, I love, I love the you...
0: idea of it.
3: Mm-hmm. Did you guys ever play um, <clears throat> Rains, like the, yeah. the app game?
0: The swipe <gasps> left, lo- right?
3: yes.
4: Yeah, Rains is excellent. So I
2: love that clever.
3: game. We still play that when we're at
2: the <laughs> airport
4: is almost so good. every time.
3: I die. So I've, I'm, I've, apparently, Rain's I am can't dying. keep people happy.
0: I think it's like 40 plus different kinds of deaths in this game. There's probably more since then. It's really good. Yeah. The, oh uh, my God, I 100% have to play
3: this game. This looks yeah.
0: really cool. Even just to give it a shot. The discussion we had with the Roundtable guys last week about this is that uh, is whether or not they that they should go more Pony Island with this and start to really fuck with you. Did uh, Dodger, I assume they... you have an ex... How much of that, to that degree did you experience?
2: They fuck with you quite a bit. Um, because like, um, you get to the point where there might be 10 windows open that have all popped up because of one encounter and you're like, Uh fuck, because the, so when the, when you first start playing the game, the very first like bad encounter that you have, you know, the monster that you're fighting, the window just kind of like floats around a little bit. And you're like, this is weird, right? Uh... Like you you have to, it's not just sitting there. You can't just like click, 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 click. Like it's moving. So you have to. You have to oh make sure God. that okay. you're following it in order to hit the right buttons, um, and then it gets to a point where it's like uh, there are some creatures where if you don't kill them fast enough, then they spawn something else. Mm-hmm. So then, like, you have multiple things that have all spawned all over your screen, and you're like, "Fuck!" Like, which one was the one I was hitting first? Because I need to kill that one, <laughs> and then I need yeah. to kill this <laughs> one, and like, um, and then you start uh, like way later you, um, run into like witches and things that, um, where, you know, their little window is moving around, but also you have stuff coming from off screen or like, um, there are some dudes that cause, uh, like boulders to fall on you. So there are boulders constantly falling. And if you don't click the button on the boulders, then they all do damage. So you're trying to like kill this guy, but you're also trying to get rid of all of the boulders so that you're not taking extra damage. So it's, what? It fucks with you quite a bit the longer that you play. It it gets way more complicated. Um and super fucking frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> uh but it doesn't it doesn't psychologically fuck with you. No. But it it does utilize the like it builds on the base idea that it starts with of just like these are windows that pop up and it builds on that until you're like there are windows everywhere like yeah fuck and all of them are attacking me and i need to yeah. keep all of them straight and i need <laughs> to know which one i was attacking first and like it's
0: pretty it's pretty yeah. neat idea i'll give them that yeah it's, it's cool it's yeah. cool that they did it yeah i might try it out like it doesn't look like it would actually be fun for me but i might get a couple of cool nostalgia kicks out of it so i'll uh, just mm-hmm. sort of play it for that uh there is one game i'd like to discuss before we do hit the news topic of the day just briefly Jesse, is there something really sad happening right now? Because I've just seen your expression dropping down to, no, like,
1: I'm, I'm, I'm looking. You're watching was, like
0: dying kittens or something. What's, happening? No, I was, I happening? was intrigued.
1: I was, I was watching a video of the game. I mm-hmm. have a copy of it. And I haven't played it yet, and it seems like it's right up my alley. And I was just, I think you'd love it. Yeah, yeah. It's I was just fun. watching a video, and I was like, I went from like, oh, interesting, to like, hmm, I should play this. Hmm. That's all that ah. was. That wasn't a sad expression. If that's my, you haven't seen my sad Amy. Uh,
3: Okay, so that's your sad face, Julie noted.
1: Oh, oh, I am an I am ugly sad. I go full on like "Ah,
0: (laughs) (laughs) What what noise was that? And can we ah, ah, we remix
4: it? ah,
0: If we don't have some kind of dubstep or drumstep remix of that within the next few weeks, I'm going to be let down by the internet. That As long, noise oh sample, As long it, before the drop, it, it goes.
1: What was that? Yeah, yeah. it's like
3: wow, 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 wow. I would
1: perfect.
3: listen to that. To be fair, so I well.
0: know we've got a lot of talented people in the audience that will do stuff for no money. So you know, it's a suggestion. We didn't ask you to. So it's what a game are we going to move on to? What?
1: Very, oh, yeah, what did you want talk very, about?
0: Yeah, I'm going to very quickly talk about the game that we played on Co-Optional Lounge on Sunday.
2: Oh, the super hot Cardi? No,
0: I'm not, no, not going to talk about mm-hmm. that because that was a no. disaster.
2: Yeah, I know. that. I thought that that's what you wanted no. to talk about.
0: No, and I'm not going to spend any more time on it. It's single most obtuse, fucking unintuitive system I've seen. The rule book didn't right. help. A tutorial video didn't help. None of us could figure it out. And it was an hour of us being pissed off. But what I will tell you about is a game that didn't suck. It did okay. work very well for us, which is Roleplayer. And have the box right here. Mm. And like I've mentioned this a couple of times, it's the game about Ooh. you compete to make the best pen and paper RPG character. And
2: Oh, we, that's right. You have talked yeah. about this before.
0: Yeah. and we And we played it. We played it on tabletop sim. And we had a really good time doing it. Uh, The point of the game is you start with, it's a big bag of dice. You start with a character card, which is the character's race. And there are different racial bonuses. You draw a colored dice out of the bag to pick a class card of that color. And uh, there's a class on each side. So you could pick a one or two. So I ended up being a halfling. And of course, I drew fucking warrior. So I was either a halfling warrior or a halfling barbarian halfling being something it gets minus two to strength so that'll go well great that'll go well so the once you get that and you few basic dice and you get a little alignment card and a kind of backstory which tells you "Ah, yeah this is what your backstory was and it's a separate scoring system by which it's essentially just a grid of colored dice it's like oh if in this grid you get a purple dice here and a red dice here and all that, you get bonus victory points at the end. So there's like there's different ways to score and different people are playing kind of different meta games and strategies as you go. Mm-hmm. And the main game, after you've drawn a few dice, is every turn you draw the number of players plus one worth of dice out of the bag and they're placed... On these initiative cards in order from highest value to lowest value uh, but the sneaky thing about it is that the the lowest value initiative card is the fastest and gets to go first but also gets the lowest value dice generally speaking to meet your stats goals you probably want pretty high values so sometimes you're like oh, okay I really want to go first but I'm gonna to have to accept a subpar dice to do it Or maybe I'm short on gold and I want to get one of the initiative cards that has gold on it. But if I do that, I'll get to move after this. So you make your decisions. You all pick which one you want. And then you have a market phase where there's a market of four equipment cards that consist of like gear and traits, basically, and abilities. And you spend your gold to buy them. And that gear makes you better. And that might give you say bonus to certain colors of dice or an ability might be make you be able to affect the board in some way but also possibly changes your alignment so you suddenly become evil for using it and you maybe get a point penalty for that because your dude's a very virtuous guy so you want to have something that can you've got to do something good to to really uh, reset that and your weapons are going to give you bonuses and importantly you can collect armor sets and those, mm-hmm. the more of a set you have, the bigger score you get at the end. And certain sets match up for bonus points for certain people. So, like, if you're a wizard, chainmail, nah. That's, you know, you can get it if you want, but you're not going to get the bonus stars from it. So, you know, me as a warrior, I'm trying to collect the chainmail set. Maggie sees them trying to collect the chainmail set and says, ha-ha, I'm just going to buy that just to be a dick. And I'm like, well, fuck you. The next two pieces of leather boots and leather fucking girdle I'm having. I don't even care. Um, You could choose to either buy a piece of gear from the market or discard something that's in the market for two gold coins. So you can sabotage someone else's buy for money. And you keep doing that until your character sheet is full, which means three dice in each stat line. And then you add them all up, just like D&D. And each character class has priorities. So as warrior, I'm like, they wanted me to have 18 strength. And if I had 18 strength, I got four victory points. Doing that as a halfling, real fucking difficult, as it turns <laughs> out. Because even if I've got straight sixes, I still have a minus two. So I've got to boost it up in other ways. Uh, but you get to do things like manipulate the dice. Uh, whenever you place a new dice, you can activate a what's called a stat ability, which is on that row. And each stat has a different ability. Like one of them take uh, take one dice and swap position. One is like uh, you could flip this dice up or up one or down one face and all that kind of thing. And sometimes you want low stats. And as we turned out, the person that won, well, I won't spoil who won, but they, what they, they went for a strat where they got a bunch of traits that all gave them extra points for having shit stats in certain areas.
3: Oh, my God. Amazing. amazing.
0: <laughs> yeah. So he actually pulled off a strategy in which he won by being the worst rather than the best character.
3: I feel that's how I would win.
0: It was a fun, yeah. it was really fun. And My of course, God. if you are somebody that has already has some experience in pen and paper, and you're particularly maybe someone that loves the character creation aspect, this entire game about character creation. How neat is that? It's uh, cool. But it's a dice drafting and market buying game. We had a ton of fun with it. We'd happily play it again. Uh, it was really good. It's only just come back in stock physically. They only did a limited printing of it, and it got it pushed the price up like 110 pounds in like no. the uh, in the US uh, the UK. But there was a new printing. I got it for 25, dollars and there's a uh, printer play version that's available on tabletop simulator that people can use. So yeah, we had a lot of fun with that. Just don't mention the cool. Super other card game because we did not. Uh, the the vod for that. If you're a Twitch sub, you can watch it whenever you want. The vod otherwise is coming up Wednesday for optional lounge role player. Hopefully you enjoy that. Okay, let's get on to our main news topic for the day. There's not mm-hmm. really been a... It's been one of those weeks, as usual. Like, not a lot of major game announcements, really. We've seen, like, okay, here's updates for stuff we already know about, et cetera, et cetera. Nothing really major, but <clears throat> the big kerfuffle. It's a good word, right?
2: Yeah, I think that's a good word.
0: It's a Kerfuffle. This week has been around streaming. And since, you know... Do, Julia, do you stream and no radio? Actually, radio probably does count, doesn't it? Well, uh, but, uh,
3: but not like... Yeah, I mean, I do like YouTube videos and stuff, but I don't ever, like, stream stream.
0: You don't do not, a live well, streaming?
3: Not, not at the moment, anyway.
0: Yeah. It, it, maybe. Regardless of this, interesting, your perspective is going to be real fucking interesting on this. Um Because you have radio background far more than I do, but I also have some amateur radio background. Mm. And... Which means all all our was my perspective on this. Yeah.
3: It's it all just, the same. It's all the it just same. means
0: we never got paid and just sat in a really, really cold building at one o'clock in the morning outside De Montfort University. But, you know, <laughs> fucking Demon FM and its studio of death on legs. God, I'm glad they demolished that. It was dangerous. Anyway... It- I think we actually nicked all of our equipment from old shut down BBC studios. It was all thirty year old BBC equipment. Oh
3: yeah, yeah, no. I used to do like a work for like a rock music station, and yeah. uh, honest to god, like oh yeah, all the equipment was so so old. It looked like it had like Legionnaires' disease, just like all yeah. over it. You know what I mean? There was like, certainly you something in it. Oh, like, had it to gel immediately.
0: Yeah, insects in it and all that kind of thing. Yeah, so. Much. We're going to avoid naming names in this because we want to focus on the principles and the okay. argument, not the drama. Mm-hmm. A lot of people love the drama, and well, they kind of suck, and we don't want to encourage that behavior. there have mm-hmm. got enough drama in our lives as it is. Let's talk about something and try and get some ideas out. Yeah. So is so, drama. So basically, what no what happened? I don't what want happened? It. I don't want it. Uh huh. As, as he sort of slyly makes hand gestures, saying, "Give it to me." What? <laughs> what
1: no wow. this is international do wow. drama
0: i don't want to save it uh-huh.
1: for your mama that was this, too was no many like... hand gestures too many oh, hand so, gestures. sorry that i didn't understand
0: like... that
3: it looked like semaphore fluent
0: in sign language like wow screaming. semaphore without any flags that would be really impressive that's cool he's invented a flagless semaphore that's the future right there we don't even know his...
3: <laughs> forget mobile phones they'll never yeah. catch
0: on absolutely Smoke signals is the way I tell you.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah. So, the long and short of it, and we'll keep it short of it, is that a player was temporarily banned from Player Unknown Battlegrounds, which, if you don't know what Player Unknown Battlegrounds is by this point, you're living under a fucking rock. <laughs> it's massive. Absolutely massive. And basically, he was accused of stream sniping a streamer and the games company decided that they would side with the streamer and ban the person who supposedly was stream sniping now you might be wondering what is stream sniping well the terminology gets a bit mixed up because some people like use the term for different things like the correct use of the term is stream sniping is attempting by queuing at the same time as a streamer, usually using information got from their stream, to get into the same game lobby or game as a streamer. Now, stream ghosting is the act of, after sniping, usually, then using the information on the screen to cheat. like to get information to know where the person is. In Hearthstone, you'd be able to see their hand. In poker, you'd be able to see their hand, which is why no online poker fucking ever would ever run their stream without a delay because that's stupid incredibly dumb um now player unknown posted a statement and it said the following i have seen the data the community team looked up for issuing the ban and the ban was indeed justified the tracking data shows that the player in question tried to join the same lobby as their target multiple times while we understand we can't prove that this player was watching the targets broadcast we see no other reason why they would be consistently attempting to be in the same lobby as someone who is broadcasting live, other than to have an advantage of the game. Before I go on, one you could see no other reason to try to get into the lobby of a internet celebrity who is live broadcasting. You mm, could see, yeah,
3: wouldn't you just want to play with them?
0: Yeah, but yeah, you could think of no other reason at all, not none. But like, mm. whether they're a fan and they wanted to get attention, maybe they hate them and they want to kill them. Maybe they just... But it know, doesn't just...
2: necessarily mean that they're going to get into that game and cheat. Yeah. Right? yeah. That's your point.
0: And, and the thing is that, like, they, the statement admits that immediately. They, have, they cannot prove that the player was watching the target's broadcast. Now, it goes on to say, we have tracking in place that allows us to verify unfair play like this, despite what some players may think. For example, we can track when a player joins and quickly disconnects from multiple lobbies, only staying in a game when they're in the same lobby as their target. Okay, you know, we get that. We are constantly developing new tracking systems, blah, blah, blah. We generally don't mention them publicly, except in this case you did, as it would yeah. give valuable information for those trying to cheat the system. Then they say no one gets special treatment. If the data doesn't back up the claim, no banners handed out. The community team is committed to ensuring everyone, no matter who they are, has a level playing field when in the game. There so are a lot of things wrong with that. They did didn't.
3: They, like, they just, like, they, they literally just admitted
0: around. in the statement that they didn't know that.
3: But I mean how did how did the streamer did the streamer obviously go like there's this one guy who keeps coming in and killing me and it's really annoying is that what the basically
0: point was? um my understanding is that the streamer and his you know told his fans to go and mass report the person they did and the mm-hmm. person got banned
4: mm-hmm.
0: That is that's the only evidence they really had you know you can't Yeah you can't know that you, you can know And I agree that you can know that someone is trying to get into your lobby. Yeah. If that is somehow against the rules of a game, I would like to know what the fuck you're thinking, because no other game has done that. And in fact, there was a statement in 2012 by Blizzard when someone brought this idea up of, someone's watching my stream and could see all my stuff. And it's like a map hack. And Blizzard basically turned around and said, you chose to broadcast that information publicly. Suck it up, buttercup. If you don't want to do that, then... Don't broadcast yourself publicly. Implement a delay, or cover up parts of your UI for the stream, so mm. you can yeah, deny them information.
2: In a <clears> in a <throat> game like Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, where you start with a hundred people, I think if you are consistently killed by the exact same person out of a hundred people, I think I would jump to that conclusion as well. Mm. I, is that not the situation? Well, I mean, yes, yeah, that what happened.
0: I. I don't know how many times the guy got killed. I I'm reading the news articles about it, and I am not noticing that. I okay. don't know how many games he managed to get into. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many times the guy was killed. So right. it's hard to say that.
2: Mm. Yes, Jesse.
1: Maybe, maybe I'm <laughs> 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 yes grandpa jesse what are your feelings on this everyone else but wouldn't a delay simply resolve this issue yes it would thing yes,
2: yes it... but that's what started the whole conversation of would conversation. That your stream because you can't interact with chat as easily
0: which yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There, there are there are several issues with that you know and be- between the three of us I would say that, like, it, we do pretty well for ourselves on Twitch. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. I don't stream very often. When I do, I get a lot of viewers. I have a long history on this site, as in before the site existed. I streamed on Justin. Justin. I streamed on livestream. Justin. Justin.tv. And before that, I streamed audio. I have literally been streamed for basically as long as streaming could possibly be a thing. Mm-hmm. I have a decent amount of experience in this matter. And I will say that if you genuinely yourself believe that it is impossible to make an entertaining stream without you being able to, in real time, directly interact with your chat, I think you might not be a very good presenter. You might not be a very good streamer. Because the but chat does... the chat can help, the chat can add, but an over-reliance on the chat mm. isn't a good thing.
2: Yeah, I would... I would oh, say, Jesse. <laughs> but I'm, I'm not, um, I think in the end, like the conversation rounded off in the w- way that I think I'm about to say, which is that every streamer is different. Sure. Right. Um, I think that it would, I think that m- the way that I stream would be extremely different if I couldn't have easy conversation with my chat, but to say that it's the same for everybody, I don't think is accurate at no, all. No, it's not.
0: It definitely isn't. And the people that I object to are the people who are saying that it is totally impossible. and There's no big streamer that survives that way. I'm like, hi. And also, yes, there fucking are. God, I remember when Faker first went live. He said nothing. Nothing. He didn't interact at all. He couldn't even speak English. Mm. Huge numbers of viewers. I mean, that shit still happens. Yes.
1: There are are various
0: ways to be interesting and Mm. talented. Maybe I'm old.
1: (laughs) Yes. But I feel like this is less about you as a streamer and what you're good at and more about what games you decide to play on your stream. That's also a big factor. That's also a huge variable
0: for sure. Big factor. uh, Because what you said, Dodger, is entirely right. The thing is, most of the games that you play, you would never be at risk of being sniped anyway.
2: Very true. Absolutely true. I totally agree. And
0: you maybe have to adapt your style of streaming to the kind of game that you are playing. As a result,
2: there are yeah, there are plenty of huge streamers that play exclusively hyper competitive Mm -hmm. multiplayer games. And And if you do, that's all that I did. I think that I would. I would consider that, but I, you know, that's never going to be, that's literally (laughs) never going to be me. I'm never going to be that person. (laughs) So I don't, I don't know what I would do, but that, like looking at it from the outside, that seems like an obvious.
0: One would think. And there are, and there are a couple of other, you know, if we look at that statement, there are a couple of things that don't really line up with what they're saying here. Like, for instance, that they're talking about every they, we want everybody to have an even playing field. Well, guess what? If you're a streamer, you don't have an even playing field. You have a chat full of people able to help you out whenever you forget an item or if you miss, oh, there was a guy on the horizon, I just missed him. Uh, yeah, the whole chat yeah, then yeah. yells at you in mostly real time. You know, the delay on a partnered stream could be as low as five seconds. Like, there's a dude over there, there's a dude over there. Or you missed an extended mag, go back for it. The kind of help that you would never have on your own. So you're already—it's already not an even playing field. Streamers already have an advantage, and you can even go as far as to start to make arguments that actually having a you know a few thousand pairs of eyes backing you up in a multiplayer game is actually an advantage and a form of cheating. This is true. Jesse. Yes, Jesse.
2: I'm old. <laughs> maybe I'm old.
0: Maybe instead of wasting time, you could just get to your arguments because we know you have them.
4: But what if
1: you
0: were a hyper competitor gamer? Instead
1: of getting your chat to report a person, you just found a way not to play with that person anymore or block them, or there's a feature that allowed you to be like, I don't want to deal with this. I feel like there's other solutions.
0: (laughs) Well, maybe one, like, I don't know, adding a delay or using an overlay to hide all the server information or using an overlay to make sure that you don't indicate when you're joining a server. Maybe having... (laughs) (laughs) People like that? overreact to stupid
1: stuff on the internet all the time, and this is just really? a example.
2: <laughs> Jesse, you're old add it, add it to your list.
0: Yeah, all but, right, but but, go but, back to the but my chat interaction. I don't know how how much chat interaction can you have in a hyper competitive game where you're supposed to be focusing on the game exactly.
2: That's I mean, that's, that's I, also true. Yeah, yeah. My, I was thinking that too because um, I I interact with my chat a lot, but if I'm in a game where I'm really focusing, I'm not looking at chat ever. Like yeah, I'm not, we- <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm out of it, right? Until the game is done. And then I'm like, oh yeah, chat, what's up?
1: Yeah. Real talk, go look at these like hyper-competitive players, even ones who are just kind of competitive. Bullshit are they like, hey chat, what's going on over there? Okay, I'm gonna play now. <laughs> like that never fucking happens. They are yeah. like looking at the screen, playing, and talking to whoever's on comms with them. And they're half the time they're like, <laughs> okay, get him <them> from behind. <laughs> Bullshit. Bullshit are you talking in the chat. Don't use that as an excuse just to cover your own ass. Don't do it. Mm, maybe you're dumb. Maybe I'm not old.
2: Damn. That's Jesse.
0: Yeah, I I, don't... In most, When it comes to those big hyper competitive games, I don't believe chat interaction during those moments is really a thing after the game sure uh in the lead up to a game in the drafting phase in the slower starting part of a game sure um, absolutely. Ca- can you do it with delay yes you absolutely can uh it's really not much of a problem the when i think they're t- talking about well, delay ruins chat interaction what they really mean is the donation messages and donation reads pop up late and people get a little bit upset about um. that Maybe. So maybe oh, what they maybe right. what actually, they actually mean by that. interaction is these people will stop paying me as much money for attention, which I think you, could you be did a problem a, certainly for people.
2: You did a poll. I did. A, I did a poll,
0: which obviously is not scientific.
2: Yeah, it it just basically asked your viewers like when you're in a stream do you interact with chat and how often do you interact with chat right it was like never always sometimes and almost never it was basically it was
0: my twitter followers so like bear in mind not everyone who follows my twitter necessarily watches my twitch stream right now i have a lot of twitter followers and also to suggest that all of my twitter followers exclusively only watch my twitch stream would be an insane idea So the final results, I did a three-day poll, 25,000 votes, give or take. And this was the question. How often do you as a viewer on Twitch interact with chat? 10% said every stream. 28% said some streams. 31% said almost no streams. And 31% said never. Now, obviously, it's my audience. They may have been conditioned a little bit differently, but of course, you'd imagine most people don't just watch my stream. They watch other streams as well. Now, I don't do a lot of chat interaction. I don't do donor shoutouts. I don't do sub-shoutouts at all. So, that, but that's just my stream. You now, When you're done watching my stream, you might go watch Strippin's or Dodger's or Jessie's and they're all different in the way that they do things. So, while that might not be a scientific poll, it's an interesting piece of information because there are some people who genuinely believe that the chat experience is integral. It's vital. The word vital has been used over and over and over again. to The idea of chat it's vital. Vital. Now, some people have said, well, it doesn't mean interacting with the streamer. Oh, well, if that, if it's just interacting with other people in the chat, the stream delay literally doesn't affect you at all then. The only thing a stream delay would affect is the interaction between the streamer and the chat. The chat and the chat doesn't matter. Yeah. This could be a show from yesterday. It doesn't matter. If you've got a pe- group of people in the chat, they can chat with each other. They're all seeing the same thing at the same time. Literally irrelevant. Mm. and julia your experience when it comes to streaming is the old kind of streaming as in over the radio <laughs> waves now <laughs> radio yeah radio sometimes has call-ins but radio has not been ever relied integrally on an interaction between a radio host and their programming and the audience ever
3: well, I mean, you still, we like, obviously like on Radio 1, we'll still do kind of like shout outs, people kind of texting mm-hmm. in with like different stuff, but obviously not yeah. it's not the whole basis of the programme. There will be specific features and moments within a particular show that have that interaction. And they're quite, a lot of the time they're kind of few and far between you know or like yeah. they'll be like they'll have a certain period of time that's requests or a t- yeah. you know yeah you know, have a three hour show it might be a certain little period that will have that interaction because yeah and you you've got a lot of stuff to get through man you know there's you a lot also, of yeah tracks. you've
0: got you've got actual content like you have yeah. a program that you've planned you don't just turn it on and go and yeah. those um shout outs they're not time sensitive really are they like um, you don't yeah, you don't not, have to give them so out much. within five seconds of receiving them right
3: Sure. No, 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 absolutely. I mean, they all come through on like this sort of like cart system and then they basically go and they pick out the ones they want to do. So like the normal setup yes. would be like, oh, we're going to do this competition or this thing in a minute, play a couple of songs. Oh, uh, we're doing this thing. Uh, what are your thoughts? Here's the thing. Would you like to call in, play some more songs with no interaction? And then you kind of go to the actual bit where you actually either get people on the air or, you know, you read out sort of what's been going on. So it's quite, it's quite regimented, you know, yes. in, in how it's done.
0: Yeah, it certainly is. And I understand that Twitch has sort of brought this new level of interactivity as a possibility, but it certainly doesn't mean that every stream has to do it. It certainly doesn't right. mean it's vital. And some of the most successful things we've seen on Twitch are things like esports tournaments, where there is no interaction between the content producer and the audience, and things like the Bob Ross Marathon, which is literally a man that's been dead for like a decade. I and love he that certainly whole is story. not going to be I interacting with his audience very much. That I can yeah. tell him. Those damn vodcasters! Oh, it all off small, green!
3: Take it off space! the painting of clouds purple, you Dude. crazy bastard.
2: Yo, Twitch chat, like, if if these marathons have taught me anything, Twitch cat can meme all Twitch by cat. itself. Twitch, yeah. cat
0: yeah. Twitch, cat?
1: Twitch
2: cat. Twitch cat can meme. Twitch cat! Hashtag Twitch cat can meme.
0: And that and that stream yeah, I mean, delay doesn't affect that in the slightest because can be all by themselves. The
2: they don't need you. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: Just bear that in mind. It
3: happens so fast.
0: So, yeah, and especially
3: if you're on like you know a really popular stream. Anyway, how the how do you even read it? It's so wow. fast. You can't. A lot time oh,
0: yeah. you can't. Um, that's why they're, they're doing that whole. They tested that whole streaming emote thing, where yeah. all of the emotion sort of streamed up in real time on the side, and the actual text was separated from it, mm. which is a possible uh, solution to that. We'll see what they can come Wait, up with. What? Yeah, you didn't watch the stream where they tested that?
2: No, no. that
0: sounds okay. awful. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nope. Well, I mean, it might be, but also simultaneously, it might be a lot better. So, you know, emote spam makes chat unreadable in many cases. So what they did was uh, if it detected an emote, It would add an emote kind of to the stream of emotes that would all scroll up the side. I believe um, Facebook Live has already done this with videos where if anyone does a reaction to it, it sort of streams up like that. And the actual chat with real words in it was kept Mm. separate from that.
2: I would hate that. I don't want that.
0: I mean... I'm sure you'll
2: be able to turn it on and off, but I don't want that.
0: Which probably won't be true because it's Twitch. Like, you know, but... Yeah, I, I mean I if if I didn't have someone who chat I'd run that in a heartbeat, but I have someone who chat, so I don't have the spam problem. But for you know, for something like a tournament, hell yes. Like you can't get you can't get a word in edgeways, it's not possible. So separating the emote spam from everything else and having the emote spam sort of be a real time stream that's it's kind of indicating the overall feelings of the crowd. is essentially like virtual cheering. But if think you're it's... trying
2: to make a goof and the goof requires words and emotes together then your goof is ruined.
0: I think there's I think the whole point Chat,
2: I will never ruin your goofs. Uh,
0: I think Go that for me. I think it, uh, just to point out I think the whole point was only it if it was an emote only post. Not, not... Uh, okay, right, right,
3: right, right,
0: Yeah, and there's All probably right. like a ratio. It's like, hey, if you post like eight emotes in one word, they might just throw the emotes up there. <laughs> anyway, this thing's still a work in progress and isn't even fucking implemented yet, so maybe still panicking about it. But I, I want to know from each of you, <laughs> should a game developer take proactive steps to protect a streamer from stream sniping to the level of temporarily banning or possibly even permanently banning another customer for stuff they have admitted they can't prove happened. Now? They can prove sniping to get into a lobby, they can't mm-hmm. prove the motivation, and they can't prove whether or not that person then went on to watch the stream to get information. They can't prove any of those things. Bearing all of that in mind, yeah. is it in any way the developer's business to start going around banning people for that?
1: Well... I- I was going to wait. I was going to wait. Okay.
0: You are all too polite. What happened? We started the I show with just talk- dicks, dicks, dicks. And we all started started and- to talk at
1: the same
2: time and then we all politely pulled back. That's at the voice. Right.
0: Okay, Ra- Ra- okay, first person to raise their hand gets to speak. Go. Get the conch. Who has the conch? Me. You have the conch. Go.
2: Okay. Um, I feel like uh, dealing with stream sniping and ghosting is a fairly new thing to deal with for developers. Um, for a game that's as big as pub is, I think that they're still trying to figure out, like, how do we make sure that this game stays fair? Um, in what way can we be involved to try and keep people from doing this? And I think that it's going to take a decent amount of trial and error on their part if they want to be hands-on that way. Um, you know, you can, can they just say, issue like a warning or something like that rather than actually banning someone? I think,
0: but yeah, I I would think so. The fact that this yeah. guy got banned straight away without so much as a warning was pretty-
2: no, I totally I totally agree, and I I don't think that the way that they're going about it right now is like is good necessarily, mm, but I no. I think that they are trying to figure out the right way to to do it Um, because they you know they got thrown from. I'm a modder that some people know. To holy shit, I'm the biggest game on Twitch. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, So trying to figure out how to how to maintain that and keep the toxicity down and try to keep everything fair, I'm sure is a fucking difficult job. I'm sure it's especially
0: difficult if a lot of your big streamers also act like gigantic dickheads on stream in front of thirty thousand screaming teenagers. I wonder if that has any influence as to whether or not people start to act like assholes in game. Hmm. (laughs) But if you look at, because they're making us some if money. You look,
3: if you look at Riot and how Riot sort of dealt with all of that stuff. I mean, some of the videos, uh, honestly, like I watched some of the stuff about how they reduce kind of like toxic behavior and stuff like that. It's utterly fascinating. Riot's mm-hmm. done some
0: pretty clever stuff, like, like, like hiring psychological psychologists. Stuff. Yeah. yeah, 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 which yeah. is I mean, not what like- these guys are doing.
3: It's, uh, yeah, of course, of course. But then, I don't know, maybe they've been sort of influenced by that. Like, you know, Riot's very proactive about that. So they're like, well, that's, that's, uh, yeah, that's what you're supposed to do, right? You're supposed to have a really hard stance about these things, you know. I mean, I don't know. They're they're probably just trying to, like like you're saying, babe, it's just like trying to find their way, but not doing it.
0: Yeah. And the problem with trial and error is if it results in casualties along the way of other customers, then that, to me, is not acceptable. You shouldn't be playing trial and error with people's accounts
2: but it's hard it's it's hard as well because i i think that people have problems with a, an extremely hands-off approach as well because yeah. then if then you get into a situation where it's like i've reported the same dude eight times <coughs> overwatch i've reported the same dude like eight times and they're never going to disappear because reporting seems to do nothing right like there are lots of people who say that kind of a thing with mm-hmm. blizzard games so well, let's, whether or not there's like a mid ground, and people trying to developers currently trying to figure out what that middle ground is yeah. for all of these sorts of problems, and whether or not they're connected in a way, and whether or not they can be dealt with in a similar way.
0: Okay, Jesse, well, uh,
2: I, I want to well, say, well, maybe I'm a,
1: <laughs> I, no. I, I I think the concept of just banning someone without evidence is is i don't agree with that but Mm -hmm. at the same time it's the devs decision and so you know they'll live with whatever whatever consequences they make and the fan base will as well and there are gonna be some fans that are thrilled and there's some that won't and that's just life and they'll get over that i'm sure the thing that i think is interesting is going back to what blizz said which is like get over it bro um world of warcraft Blizzard bans people from World of Warcraft all the fucking time for shit that they have, that they're like, you did something. And they're like, Hey, what did I do? They're not going to tell you. Like that happens a lot. The- so companies do that shit. They just don't do it for like stream sniping in this scenario. So I feel like every company has its own little weird shit that it does, especially in its drive to keep a game fair and keep a game equal. And, <clears throat> I think in this case, you're looking at a company that saw a streamer getting sniped and was like, we have to deal with this immediately. And their options were do nothing, which means the streamer and the streamer's fans see nothing happening, which means that your game looks like no one cares mm-hmm. or you deal with the problem and you upset uh, the the guy who was playing and then you have this little firestorm thing but you keep your game intact and people still want to play it. There's, it's a non, you can't win a situation like that. It sucks. But uh, that's what I think it comes down to.
0: I mean, I, I think you can win the situation by not kowtowing to streamers as much as PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds currently is. They realized that a lot of their money was made off the back of these people. <clears throat> PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds on Twitch has resulted in millions of copies worth of sales. I have no problem saying that. I have no proof of it but you can just see the numbers. It's very much a game that encourages other people to get on the gravy train by watching famous streamers play it. The developers of unknown, obviously want to protect that gravy train because these people are acting as the biggest free marketing that the world has ever seen for this. And of course some of them are in sponsorship agreements and all that kind of thing. They're doing so, uh, they're giving them an ordinate amount of power. They're going up against the very thing they said in the statement that everyone's treated equally, which is not true. And I think that eventually that's going to come back and bite them in the arse. And I think that if you're going to, either you engage directly with these streamers and you actually put a code of conduct in place for them as well, because a lot of the shit that I've seen said on player unknown battleground streams from big streamers is pretty abhorrently awful. Like, especially when one of those people got banned, it was just, it was expletives out the arse, accusations out the arse, all that kind of thing. I've seen this sort of thing before on a smaller scale. In StarCraft, there were some really toxic streamers there. And Blizzard kicked them to the curb, basically. And they became jokes. And as we mentioned earlier, that 2012 statement from Bashiok is their policy that holds today that, look, if we're talking, we're not talking about hacking here. We're not talking about cheating we're not talking about in-game abuse and harassment we are literally talking about the public information that you chose to give out being used against you and we can't in any way prove that this person is currently watching your stream and using that information against you we can't prove that we can prove that someone is trying to join your lobby but we can't prove the motive of it okay. and frankly i think that if blue had any balls what they would do is turn around and say, guys, you chose to stream without delay. You know this is a game where it's like you're dead and you're out completely. And you also know with thousands of people watching you, you are going to be a real tempting fucking target. Of course you are. Everybody wants to be the guy that killed the famous dude. So yes, there are going to be people trying to get into your game. Yes, there will be people giving information out about where you are, etc." That's the reality of it. That's the reality of apparently make, being able to make tons of money from playing a video game. That's something that you know, we're kind of quite privileged to be able to do. So maybe just maybe take a little bit of responsibility for your own business, for your own actions for, for once and take measures as a streamer to prevent that information from being useful in that way anymore. And you can go half measures with overlays and information denial to make it much harder for people to join lobbies and find out which server you're on. Or you can do the foolproof, this works every time method, which is you add a two-minute fucking delay to your stream and the problem is gone for good. And that's you. You can do that. Everybody can do that on Twitch. It's built into the Twitch UI. And you know what I do when I run into a situation in a game where I think someone's doing that? I will turn on that delay and I'll stop complaining because I left that delay off and, oh, look, somebody took advantage of that. Big surprise. And if you can't prove the crime, you don't go banning people for it. Like I said, I think this is a streamer responsibility issue. Mm. In an ideal world, there would be a 100% accurate automated system that would prevent people from doing this. But that's imaginary and doesn't exist. So as a result, as a pragmatist, as somebody that lives in the real world, I say... You take the approach of giving that responsibility to the people that can actually control it, and that's the streamers. Yep. And Julia, from the position of a radio host, is like, wow, these new media guys All are these idiots, new no, All saying. these newfangled media people I'm are real old.
3: dumb. <laughs> <laughs> <Maybe> I'm old.
4: <laughs>
0: yep. And if you're unpartnered, by the way... One, nobody's watching you enough for stream sniping to be an issue. And if somehow, mystically, they are, OBS and XSplit also have built-in delay features. So, no, there is no excuse. Sorry. Mm. None. Zero. Zero. Word. Cool. All right. Yes. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yes. Out with this
0: <laughs> Indeed. What we'd what we like to do is uh, finish up with some releases, actually. And Dodger may have to bail halfway through this and ruin all of our cameras, because she's awful. But it's fine. Uh, Jesse, do you have the cut down list?
2: I do. There you go. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, August how... 1st. Our first game is called Tacoma.
0: Well, Tacoma is kind of a big deal. Mm. Some go on the Gone Home folks, remember? You don't know about Tacoma?
2: No.
3: Um, I haven't played it. I haven't played it yet. Okay. It was out before, no?
0: No, uh, it's by Fulbright. It's uh, it's got something. I g- feel
3: like it was out already. No, like, on a different platform.
0: No, I don't think so. Um, I'm going yeah, back. It's, it's it's from the creators of Gone Home. I would have thought at least one person here would have known about it. Apparently not. Okay, fair enough. Sure. All right. Next.
2: Uh, next game is called 1812: The Invasion of Canada
0: what 1812 the invasion of canada yo is this some sort of weird comedy thing what is it jesse it's it it's a war game
1: about the americans invading canada and then it's you either choose a side either canada or america
2: great it's a real thing not a joke
1: okay all right moving on
2: uh next up is called super samurai rampage
1: you look like samurai jack and it looks awesome you, wait, you play Samurai Jack? No, you just look like Samurai Jack. Oh, okay.
3: Ah, uh, close enough. You play it's an unregistered character together.
1: named Samurai John. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. it looks amazing. I think it
0: looks really cool. Yeah. Mm. Julia, I just tossed you the list right there, and Dodger, there's yours as well. Okay. I already yeah. have it. All right, cool. Neat.
2: <laughs> Does it kind uh, of me? I'll
0: give you that. Yeah, that, that looks like a fun sort of size gola brawler.
2: Next up is called Crusader Crash.
0: Okay, Crusader. It's like an old Nintendo crash. game. You're a Crusader and you crash. <laughs> Great. <So> we <laughs> certainly need more retro-inspired games. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, next.
2: Next is called Firewood.
0: Firewood. Not fire. Damn it, I clicked Firewatch. It- Firewatch is still the first result when I you go I knew that first. was
2: going <laughs> to happen.
0: Uh-huh. Uh, 2D adventure game with psychological horror elements. An old man lost his wife years ago and is still having troubles with his past. That sounds mm. like a riot. Cheerful. Yeah, Yeah,
2: sounds Next. like it. Next game is called Rapture World Conquest.
0: Fast-paced, real-time strategy game. This kind of looks neat. Puts you in the celestial shoes of a jealous god. Guide oh. your followers through the ages and vanquish the unbelievers in the surrounding kingdoms. So maybe a little bit populous, a little bit uh, light strategy, a little bit... Kind of cool godly powers. Yeah, I might give this a try. Mm. Looks fun.
2: Next up is called Genie.
0: Genie. It's an adventure game, I think. (laughs) Great. Probably just with static images, from what I can tell. Yeah.
2: Game after that is called Stripper Anya Demon Slayer.
0: Okay. Of course. Okay, Jesse, explain this to me, please. Uh, I believe your words were. Oh my light god!
1: Take a, take a light scalpel to everything, which I did. I kept in a lot.
0: Is this Great. by the developers of that? Uh, there was another like booby brawler game a while ago. Nope. These have these guys have developed
1: nothing else. This is their their first foray into video games. Well, there's you found Friday.
0: I think you found that.
2: Yep. Uh, the next game is called Mage Guard: The Last Grimoire.
0: Okay the world's first truly gesture-based spell casting game for VR apparently fantastic really. finally I, was, I thought I thought I'd already done one of those wasn't it what the unspoken was it wasn't that, didn't that they do
3: a Harry Potter something
0: I think they did yeah uh, they're probably <laughs> gonna go for yeah but this is true for some reason uh, again another damn early access game I mean I like the idea of the gesture based spells and stuff but I'll wait for it to be actually finished before I throw money at it yeah next
2: Next game is called Redeemer.
0: Yeah, it's just kind of cool. Uh, big brawler, lots of different weapons, pretty ultra-violent. Uh, it seems like it sort of shifts from an isometric to a third-person perspective at times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks fairly well-polished.
2: Next up is called The Monster Inside.
0: The Monster Inside. It's the title of my autobiography. Oh. It's a film noir style, audio, visual, and novella, apparently. Which does uh, look like it's got some kind of nice monochrome art in it.
2: Great. Next up is Maggie's Apartment, which is kind of a cute, weird point and click that just okay. came out.
0: Sure. Oh, that sounds cool.
2: Mm-hmm. Next. Next up is Fidel Dungeon Rescue.
0: Dungeon Crawler. Do you play a dog? You play a little cute doggy. Play as dog. Aww. Aww. Let's get on Nate. All right, sure. Next I up accept. is
3: The Initiate. Yeah, what's this about? That sounds interesting. What's
0: that about, Jesse?
1: Uh, that's a great question. The initiate made,
3: is... <laughs> made the list. Super prepared. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, no, it's just it's a it's a puzzle game with horror elements, but it is uh oh. more puzzle, less horror. You're, okay. you're, you're essentially room escaping. All right. Great.
2: Next up is Frisky Business for PS4. That's on my business card.
1: Yeah, oh, wow. we frisky saw th- we saw
0: this I a while ago. It. Like, you know, it basically looks like a lot of these silly visual novels are starting to get ported to PS4 now. So excellent
3: that. i'm happy with
0: that yeah something on ps4 <laughs> that was a bit of a surprise announcement of course pat upon remastered that's coming today mm-hmm. that's for good ps4 uh avon Probably colony not. which came out a couple of days ago out of early access on pc is now on ps4 as well it's a colony management game
2: uh the next Oops. one is demetrios the big cynical adventure for ps4 huh.
0: the journey of an idiot eight to twelve hours <laughs> of fun great uh it just looks like a kind of bad point and click
2: Uh um next up is dino frontier for ps4
0: i feel like i've heard of that from somewhere else uh it's not on steam though not exactly sure what dino frontier is trying to find out
1: uh ps4 game
0: yeah Mm -hmm. oh uh yeah yeah it's uh it's p it's ps4 vr it's by uber uh the guys that made uh planetary annihilation and stuff uh looks good Sort of interesting. It He seemed like he'd be building a kind of a dino western town. It's a dinos in the old west somehow. Okay. Which is kind of cool, I guess. All right.
2: <laughs> uh, the I mean... Long Dark for PS4. Yep. Yep.
3: The game I feel like I've played already, but I haven't played.
0: Yep. <laughs> it's been on PC for a while. Uh, it's mm-hmm. very good. Also, another one that's been out on PC for a while is now making its way to PS4. Had a good reception shout Shadow Tactics, Blades of the Shogun. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on
2: to August 2nd, we have Aztez, A-Z-T-E-Z.
0: Ooh, oh. Oh, yeah. A sort of a big brawler beat-em-up thing, but it's got an Aztec art style. I do yeah. like the look of this. For, it's like a very violent Patapon, actually, in many ways. That's <laughs> yeah, kind of yeah. neat. Right, check that out. Um,
2: the next game is Tacoma again, again for some reason.
0: Somehow. So we're gonna okay. m- Yeah, we're gonna move yeah, on sure. to Run
2: Krabby Run.
1: Look, I'm being be honest uh. with you, the only reason why I kept this in there is because the intro is my favorite intro to any trailer I've ever seen. It's
0: uh great. <laughs> um I'm waiting for it to get good. <laughs> Still not good. You're missing the music. Do you have the music on? No, it's- I can't play the music during that. You know Oh that. well
1: that's your problem then. Music sells it.
2: Uh well, it, no. then the next game is called The Legend of Heroes Trails of Cold Steel.
0: Ah uh, yeah. Another Legend of Heroes game for PC. Trails in the Sky was out. Uh we're getting cold steel now, apparently, so that's good. Mm. I can't apparently uh. also spell heroes, but there you go.
2: Cool. August third, we have Gaia twenty two hundred. Mm-hmm. Two thousand two
0: hundred. <laughs> Whatever that is. Which uh, <laughs> appears to be all in Chinese, I think. Oh, Great. The next game defense. is called Next. <laughs>
2: Next game is Burn It Down.
0: Burn It Down. Second autobiography. <laughs> um, burn It All Down. Okay, sure. It looks like a pixel platformer.
2: Cool. Next up is called Wake Up. All one word.
0: Is that before or after you burn it all down?
3: Uh, this
2: everyone's is a, dead. They don't wake
3: up. What the fuck
0: wait. is this and why did you include it?
1: It's a really trippy VR game. No, it isn't. Perfect. It's, it's, oh, oh, it's included... Oh,
0: oh, Again, because someone said, don't get rid of everything. Oh, it's a different <laughs> wake up. I'm not sure if it's, if this, is, if this is not the same wake up at all. This one came out in 2016. Wake up is a shitty looking roguelike that comes out in three days.
2: Hmm. Oh, well. Next. Geez, that's where I'm at. Uh, next is Dark Elf.
0: Oh, course it is. <laughs> Look at them anime boobs, right?
2: Great, next up is the Baron got you again.
0: The Baron got you again. Sorry, chat. I'm
2: trying to go fast because I got to get the fuck out of here <laughs> for everybody who's like, she's blasting through them a little too fast. for Well, yeah, and most of these are
0: worthless. Are. What do you want us to even talk about? This is shit.
2: <laughs>
3: it's like a singular image
2: to base everything off.
0: Yeah, it, it's, it just looks like an escape room VR game. Okay. Great.
2: Next up is Juanito Arcade Mayhem.
0: Juanito Arcade Mayhem. It looks super cute. Uh, I guess, but well, what is it? <laughs> Um it's a okay, so this is a sort of retro platformer and arcade game and other kinds of mini games All right.
2: Great. Uh the next game we've talked about before, Slime Sand. But that's for for Nintendo, Nintendo for the Nintendo Switch. Switch. Yeah. Um then Retro City Rampage for the Switch. Yeah. Um August 4th, we have Gary Grisby's War in the West.
0: Oh, it's Very War in the specific. West now, yeah. Yeah, he did War in the East before that. Uh really, really big hardcore war game. Basically, if you're not like big into war gaming, don't even touch with 10 for pole.
2: Mm. Okay. Next up is Shephy. S-H-E-P-H-Y.
0: Yeah, it's a little uh, solitaire sheep card game that came out for the Switch last week. It is now on PC. Hmm.
2: Next up is called Draw Puzzle. Is it a puzzle where you draw? Oh, I yeah. hope so. It's, <laughs> Great. <laughs> it's fucking <laughs> uh, Next. Okay, game after that is called Mind Knight. Okay. Sounds like a Spectrum game.
3: Yeah.
1: uh it's oh. a party game it's an it's, online
0: it's a social yeah. deduction game uh yeah. so it's like yeah. werewolf well. and the resistance for five to ten players so and mafia there's obviously quite a lot of those but more of these the better especially if they have interesting twists on them okay last Next few up called and murder. then you can leave murder. Yeah. murder when would video games have something like that in it from the artist behind uh, stranded comes a short story about the intersection of morality and sentence this sounds way boring than more boring than i expected yeah, murder
2: uh, makes it sound exciting. That
3: does yeah, not sound exciting. Uh, mm.
0: It's it's a short vignette, point and click apparently. Oh well Yeah. Next, um,
2: August fifth, August we have System Goose Overload.
0: Free to play game. The Great War between Geese and Humans comes to an end. Thank God. <laughs> great. Thank God. I was so worried. Uh, the-
2: Finally. I can't even tell what
0: the game is based on the gameplay. Yeah, that's great. Next.
2: Next up is Heroes of Civilizations. I think
0: all that game is free to play. God knows no one will ever pay money for that. Strategy-based card game themed in ancient <laughs> civilization culture. I do like my card game's presentation of this. Looks gnarly as hell. Next.
2: Next up is called Minotaur.
0: Minotaur. Is... plays Minotaur and you kill people. Wholesome, family-appropriate. Sorry, a bestiality human sacrifice. Great, next.
2: Oh, great. And August 6th, we have Watergate Extreme. Oh, you that fucking
1: Richard kidding Richard Nixon, me? like, on Are a half fight? Are you fucking, well, actually I kept, fucking kidding me? it pretty much me. is Bomberman, but with, watergate people
0: video games are fucking awful
3: this is so no i i'm not gonna go there
0: fucking hate video games so much all right, we're done. Thank you very much, thank you very much for watching the Co-Optional Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Dodger has to run off. Big thanks to our guest, Julia Hardy. Dodger, where are you about to go to so they can watch um, you on I am it? about
2: to host the Crunchyroll Marathon wrap-up because they've been showing tons of anime on Twitch. So it'll be the official wrap-up with me, PrettyZP, um, with Octopimp, and Trihex. So the four of us are just going to gab about anime for a couple of hours if you would like to come and watch that.
0: Cool. Big thanks to our sponsor, Squarespace. Head to squarespace.com slash co-optional for 10% off your first order and free trial. Thanks to our guest, Julia Hardy. Thanks to Jesse once again. And I'm going to go uh, encode and upload a pyro video. Thank you very much. We're done. Bye. Goodbye. Bye-bye.